Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 12th of September 2019. This is The Gap, episode 484. I'm Luke Laurie, Joe Gorey's here, and how's your week going, Joe? Anything exciting happening? Uh, no, nothing. Nothing cool. exciting happening. What about you? <laughs> um, yeah, been doing some things. Um, I guess we... Went to a concert? You fuck. Went to a concert, yes. Yeah, so I went to the um, the Golden State Warriors Chase uh, Chase Center. Nobody gives a fuck about where was you fuck. (laughs) That is so far down on the list of why this story is interesting. This is how Heath would tell a story. (laughs) He would fucking open up with, oh yeah, well, you know, just to let you know the scene. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. And then he'd hit you with the fucking interesting bit at the end and wouldn't elaborate at all. Just get to the fucking good stuff. Let's well, no, skip that's, ahead. This is, it's building up to it. So there, You're a fucking unskippable cutscene at this point. I'm trying to skip through the dialogue <laughs> until we get to the, the interesting bit. So it's it was the grand opening weekend for the um, New Warriors Stadium in San Francisco. And the opening act was uh, Metallica. Um, so I had tickets to go see them in October in Sydney, which I bought, I think, last year for my birthday. Um, or, or early this year, which is, I think the event was supposed to be like October 26 or something like that. Um, so I ended up selling them cause I couldn't be there. But when I got here, I heard about them doing this opening and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I jumped online the Thursday night and they were playing on Friday and, uh, the tickets for this event were basically like you can resell tickets. I don't know if you've bought fucking tickets to events recently but they're all doing this like before you go to ebay and like you'd buy them um you know scalpers would just fucking grab a bunch and you'd go onto ebay and buy tickets or whatever now like all of these companies have their own resale sites so you buy tickets for their events and then you use their official site to resell tickets to other people it's fucked up um but at the same time i guess you're guaranteed of knowing that it's a proper like it's an official ticket it's still fucking stupid um, it's marginally less dodgy, yeah, than than the you know the fraud situation, like the fraud potential. But considering the alternative corporate fraud potential, <laughs> where uh, Ticketmaster et al buy their own tickets and then resell them, yeah. um, which uh, apparently was a huge fucking big like big problem with the fucking the international twenty nineteen right. in China. Yeah. Uh, the the Chinese um, company looking after it apparently sold a fuck ton of tickets to preferred resellers, like from the fucking get go. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, you know, a bunch of other scalpers. I know a bunch of scalpers got arrested hmm. for scalping, which was pretty interesting. That that's going to hurt their social credit score, isn't it? Sure. Um, but yeah. Anyway. I mean, I guess there's there's obviously legitimate. Like my case is legitimate. Like I couldn't I couldn't get there anymore. So I was trying to get rid of my ticket and um, ended up selling it through uh, you know like a StubHub or something like that. Um, so anyway, so I, I jumped on and the tickets for this event were going for upwards of like one to two grand for good seats. Um, and so it was Symphony Metallica. It's their twentieth year anniversary since they did snm way 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 back um and this was like a special event for them so i was like oh i'm not spending no thank you (laughs) no thank you very much and then i realized they had a second event on which was on the sunday and this was for their metallic club um fan members 
So this is only for people that are signed up to their their fan club, which gives you access to exclusive events and merchandising and things like that. Um, I am not a Matar Club member. I just happen to go, well, I'll check on the Sunday tickets and see what's happening. And it looks like they released a bunch of tickets that hadn't actually been sold through the club website. Uh, and so I picked up really cheap ticket, tickets. Also, they were fucking awesome seats. I ended up getting tickets that were about... Um, so the way they had the, the actual stadium set up was the the band was set up in the middle with the um, the orchestra as well on the ground. And then around them was about between five rows of seats on either side of them and on the longer section, maybe 10. So between five and 10 rows of seats. And then I was in this... Um, as you get away from the seating section, that's when you're in the stands. And I was in the fourth row on the stands, which was super freaking close. Like I got there um, and I thought I'd have okay seats. But the moment that I walked in the stadium, like it's a really nice stadium. Um, And I didn't realize as soon as I stepped into like the seating area, like you could literally see all the way down, everything around you. Like it's really well set out. Uh, and then I got to my seat and I was like, this is freaking awesome. I'm so close. It's nuts. So um, would you say it was better or worse than the Boomers versus... No, <laughs> it was, it was a, lot, a lot better. I, I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was way better um, seating. But like the Boomers stuff wasn't bad. But I feel like... So so we're actually looking at getting um, like uh, package tickets to the Warriors games now. Cause You're I, fucking scum! <laughs> So, because when I was in there... We were- I have switched fucking basketball allegiances fucking four times in the last five years or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Right? But you are still scum. If you give the fucking Warriors money, oh my God. Oh my God. It's my new hometown. I have to. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, we yeah, I kind of like scoped out the seating there. And it doesn't seem like there's... Even if you're up like the top of the rafters, they still seem like decent. Like you can still see the game. Um, so anyway, yeah, Metallica was was awesome. They uh, they only did this for two nights. Um, they had like a two and a half to three hour set list. Basically, played like um, a bunch of like songs from the original S and M, and then brought in some some new songs from some of the other albums they released since then. They did some new stuff with the um, the orchestra played some classical music and then Metallica played uh, with them at one stage. Um, oh, yeah? Awesome. Yeah, so they, they during the intermission, um, they, they had an intermission. I don't know if that's like a uh, like a union thing for for maybe a theater or something like that. But Because you don't usually go to a rock concert and they're like, we're going to have an intermission for 20, 30 minutes and then come back. So it could be like a union thing. I'm not too sure. Um, right. But anyway, so they had the intermission, they came back, and then the, the orchestra played some uh, a classical piece, and then they played a second one, and Metallica played the song with them, which was pretty cool. And then they went into uh, Unforgiven 3, which was the band didn't play at all, but it was just the orchestra playing with right. James singing. So that was, you know, something different as yet, so... Uh, yeah, it was a freaking awesome night. Like that, that second night. If I was in Metallica. I wouldn't want to play. Unforgiven <laughs> three either. <laughs> With the other bit, I like Unforgiven three. It's not. It's no nowhere near as good as the other two. But I still don't mind it. It's different. 
Um, it was. It's. We were talking about. I was talking about on Twitter yesterday. Uh, the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. You know, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and End of the World. Hmm. And Unforgiven Three is truly the end of the world of the Unforgiven trilogy. Uh, right. Because it's just. Yeah, it's not a bad song. It's just nowhere near <laughs> the others. Yeah, I haven't seen um, Hot Fuzz for a very long time, and I feel like I've only watched it once. Whereas, oh, dude. in The World's End, I've seen maybe half a dozen times. I feel like at this stage. Wait, do you like The World's End? I don't. I don't hate it. Like you were saying, it's it's fine. Yeah, like I've seen. Short Why haven't you watched Hot Fuzz more? I, just, I don't know. I just never got around to it again. I watched it on that cod trip <laughs> okay. after we bailed on bailed on doing nothing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> bailed on drinking. Bailed on drinking in a hotel room. I went back to the, my hotel room and I drank and watched hot fuzz. Uh, yeah, it's literally like there's like there's three movies, and I don't. It's not like Die Hard isn't one of them anymore. Die Hard's what I watch when I'm sick. Hmm. The Departed is what I watch when I I want something and Christmas, obviously. Um, the Departed is what I watched watch when I want something serious, right. uh, and uh, Hot Fuzz is what I watch when I want something funny that I've already seen. It has to be like obviously something I've already seen. You know how you get into a, like a, a mood where you are like I don't want to take a risk on something new because there's no way I can fucking tell if it's going to be good or not. Sure. So instead, I'm just going to watch something I've already watched. So I go for The Departed. There used to be Goodfellas before The Departed, but I think The Departed is better than Goodfellas. Yeah. To be honest. It's awesome. Uh, it is. Um, but yeah. And Hot Fuzz is fucking untouchable, in my opinion. Right. It's I need to re Easily the best of the three. But uh, there's just so, so many layers you see on your 80th rewatch. Hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, was uh, was there any other highlights? Um, it, I thought it was all pretty good. Um, they played like they like the whole stadium was basically seating. Nobody used the seating except for when the orchestra came back out of the intermission, uh, and the only other seating being used was that by the orchestra. Um, otherwise, they were yeah, like the the sound was really good. They played some really good songs. Um, it didn't uh, translate on um, video very well. Right, because you you recorded some videos and stuff. Uh, I yeah, well, the, I was there. <laughs> like yeah, of, like obviously, like I knew that it wouldn't translate as well via video, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out because I've seen a bunch of videos from it afterwards, mm. and I think the I don't must be something in the way microphones and phones pick shit up, but yeah, uh, just makes me wonder. Like, except for flexing on your friends who couldn't possibly have gone to it, which is exactly what you were doing. Um, <laughs> Like, I don't know why people fucking... Like, people will record an the entire whole thing, yeah. concert yeah. on their phone. And, like, what are you, you, like, you going to do? Watch it back? Never? Right? Like, yeah. why? And the thing is that, like, something like that, at least, they'll release that. I mean, they are. They've confirmed they're doing a, um, like, a theater. Um, they're releasing it in the cinema, and they'll release a Blu-ray yeah. and all that sort of thing. So, you know, it's going to be out there. It's not like you're going to lose it forever. Um yeah, but yeah, no. I thought it was all really good. the uh, The second night in particular, I think, would have been probably their favorite because it was like their closest sort of fans, and they had like at one stage, Lars jumped off the drums and was talking to the audience about. Uh, he basically just stood there and like 
looked at all the flags that people had around and was like calling out all the countries of people that were had flown in from everywhere to see them um so he spent like a minute or two just calling that countries out pointing people out saying thanks um and then after it was all done i was standing i was leaving the lobby and some guys you know wanted to take a photo they were all like a lot of people dressed up in suits and that sort of thing like playing off it and i was like yeah yeah sure and they basically said oh you look like a friendly face can can you take a photo for us? And they were Australian. I said, yeah, is that because I'm Australian? <laughs> and they were like, oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, everybody was, it was like 80% of people there were wearing like Metallica shirts and like really hardcore fans that have flown in from all over the world to go see this sort of exclusive sort of one night only or two night only sort of event. Um, and then there's Luke who fucking Mr. Magoody's way to the way. fucking, yeah. <laughs> 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 Unbelievable. Yeah. So did you have to sign up for the f- fan? No, I, they, I think they were just released them through Ticketmaster as the yeah, event right. got really close and they had a couple. Yeah, there right. wasn't a yeah. lot that hadn't been sold, but there was some seats. Um, yeah, right. And the ones in particular that I saw, I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to just grab this ticket. Like, easy done. Um, you know, it was a $400 ticket, but shit, like that's these sort of events. Less than you pay for the basketball. <laughs> yeah, less than I pay for the basketball. <laughs> Um, Less than you pay to see maybe, maybe the best basketball team in the world yeah. defeat the fifth to eighth best, oh, no, lose to the fifth to eighth best basketball <laughs> team in the world because <laughs> Team USA is out of the world championships. The, yeah. the battered, bruised remains of what Team USA sent to the world championships anyway uh, is out. Uh, they got knocked out by fucking France. Yeah. Who who we beat were beaten by Australia. To so by the transit of property, uh, Australia beat USA. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and now we go to play Spain. Yeah, Spain's pretty scary. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spain's generally considered like a top top three sort of team. Um, I I don't know about you, but uh, I think they're they're actually showing the games here on ESPN one of the ESPN channels, but otherwise you can watch it on ESPN plus. Are they broadcasting any Australian games in Australia, like on SBS or something like that? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen them. Well, I mean, I, I tried to watch the fucking rugby world cup, uh, preliminaries Mm. on the weekend. Um, and it was a fucking ordeal. Right. So I am, I'm literally, if I'm watching sports, I'm watching it on my fucking computer right here. Uh, because trying to watch it on my fucking TV out there is like banging my fucking head against the wall. It used to be really easy when I had the computer plugged in, but now I switched to the fucking NAS. Yeah. Um, now that I switched to the NAS, it's, uh, yeah, I don't have simplistic browser access. I guess, could I like Steam Link? Can I watch it through Steam Link? I guess it depends Off on this computer. What Steam Link's browser capabilities are like? I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. I think I'm gonna try that because we literally fucking wound up uh, casting ten play from my wife's Samsung S9 ten play onto my terrible. Samsung. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> it was awful. But yeah, we cast it from her. Samsung S S nine onto my Samsung television because I couldn't do it from my phone, uh, my Google fucking Pixel. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't fucking cast 
uh, the fucking video. Hmm. We couldn't cast Foxtel because it wouldn't cast... It would cast the audio, but not the video. It was like a fucking nightmare, man. Like, I could not understand how it could be as fucking complex as it is. KO doesn't have a fucking app for my television yet. Uh, so, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do, right? Like, I very much want to watch the Rugby World Cup. Uh, and you're making it hard. Get, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to have to get, like, KO, and I think I'm going to have to maybe just plug my fucking old laptop into the TV uh, into the TV and do it that way. I think that might be my only fucking option, because... Every single other alternative. If Steam Link works, I'll just use that. But otherwise, yeah, they don't... Like, KO doesn't have fucking... They've only got an Android TV app, and apparently my Samsung TV is not Android TV. It's Tizen TV or some bullshit. Hmm. Um, like, pull your fucking finger out, KO. Like, good God. And Foxtel. Foxtel doesn't have a fucking app on my television. Yeah. And Foxtel... They've got... I don't want to go down a fucking rabbit hole here, but it is fucking staggering how hard Foxtel are trying to shit the bed. They are literally hovering over the fucking bed and squeezing with all their might, right? Like, it is crazy. PlayStation has Foxtel Play. Xbox has Foxtel Now. Regular fucking computer has Foxtel Go. Your your phone has Foxtel Go. Oh, no. Regular computer has Foxtel. Your phone has Foxtel Go. Trying to get any of these cunts to fucking talk to one another is... It's its literally like trying to cram a fucking big old fucking rolling pin into your dick hole. It is just like, just fucking go! <laughs> because... There's a gift for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just... I couldn't do it. Like, I, we, we just couldn't get it to fucking work. And yeah, by the, by the time we fucking... Got it, like, I missed the fucking... I missed the haka. Um, it was Samoa's haka, so, you know, not the biggest deal. But still, you want to see it? Um, but, yeah, we literally... I think 30 seconds after kickoff is... I managed to actually fucking get the, sh- the fucking thing working. It was infuriating. It was so fucking aggravating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Um, that was annoying. Anyway, um... Yeah, SM. Uh, I love symphony backed fucking uh, performances. Like, I think it's such a interesting way to to like re like take another look. Like, uh, generally, I hate, <laughs> I fucking hate when uh, bands take their old stuff and do something new with it. Like, sure. By and large, every band that has done that has fucked their own songs. Uh, Bon Jovi has an album where he's just shitting up his own songs. Bonnie Tyler has a fucking different version of Total Eclipse of the Heart, which is one of my least favorite fucking songs of all time, because mostly because it shows up in Google Play as the same as the regular Total Eclipse of the Heart. And Mm. so I'll accidentally start playing it, and you can't fucking... Because of the way that both songs work, you can't tell... It's a different one until it's fucking four minutes into the fucking intro. Um, Cindy Lauper fucked up a bunch of her own songs, uh, but the symphony-backed version is almost always just better because it's clear, like it's pretty clear to get to the point where you're playing for a high-quality symphony. Your concepts of music theory mm. are pretty fucking high. And so I think generally they um, what they do 
to you know lift the music is is usually better right like and usually they're no longer just playing it's no longer five people trying to play in time with the drummer or anything like mm. that it's now a band trying to play in time with a hundred fucking people on stage because there's an entire yeah. symphony in time with you know being it, it, yeah it's a completely different experience for them as well um yeah. but yeah metallica don't really toy a lot with like a lot of their older stuff they the tempo is sped up and so when they play it live it's it's quicker but otherwise mm. yeah I re- like snm is one of my probably favorite like top two top three metallica albums that they've they've put out like i watched the shit out of that and listened to it a lot growing yep. up so yeah one of my favorites um yeah so it was good very much That's enjoyed awesome. it i tried to get some t-shirts they're all sold out oh no i got to the got to the lighting up and they were like, we've only got XXLs. And I'm like, cool, I'm out. <laughs> That's never it's an American f- XXL yeah. as well. So it's a fucking tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just take it down to Tenderloin. Um, yeah. yeah. So that was good. Awesome. Um, yeah. Anything else interesting happens this week? You no. got all your shit set up? Uh, no. So we signed a, a lease to an apartment. How many fucking chairs do you have behind you? You got a fucking uh, big couch. The, the cat. grey chair. Cat sits there. Um, oh, the cat's chair, of course. Yeah. You've got your fucking, your office chair you're sitting on. That's this Is that a fucking air on? I know. It's not mine. It's the, it's all oh. furnished, all this stuff. Oh, all right. Um, our stuff is in a shipping container on its way still here. Uh, yeah, so we signed a lease. Um, we're moving in sometime in October. Or we can we can basically move in within the next couple of, like, two or three weeks. But we don't have anything here, so. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so then I'll sort out my internet situation, make sure that's all good. And hopefully we can get the podcast back up and running. But I've got an American phone now. I've had, like, three fucking scammer calls already this morning. It's been fun. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, it feels cool. like it feels like I'm back back home. <laughs> i'm thinking i'm back um yeah nice cool yeah all right uh should we talk about some video games should we should we ever we've got a lot should we ever uh we do have a first things first uh quick update on the rig 700 yeah headphones uh the headphones that i talked about last week um the things i'm wearing right now they are still significantly lighter uh, uh than my um, old G, whatever the Logitechs, uh, but um, yeah, I don't know about twelve hours of battery life. I would say uh, from use, uh, heavy use. Obviously, I, w- I wear them pretty much all day. Um, I'd say I get about ten hours. Uh, it just means I have to charge them every day. It's not that big a deal. Mm. Uh, it is a pretty solid uh, excuse for me to get up off my fucking ass. Uh, and stop sitting at my computer for 10 hours a day, um, which obviously isn't very healthy. The other thing is um, it does this thing where it tells me. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it. I'm going to try something, okay? Uh, let me see. Power off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I don't know if, like, I can't ask you if you heard that. Power on. Battery high. Headset connected. Could you hear that? Yep, yep. Um, yeah, so, um, that is 
ear-shatteringly loud, and I have no fucking idea how to fucking turn it down. And so basically I have to, if I'm turning my fucking headphones on, I have to hold it away from my fucking head until it's done. Uh, But the other thing is, when the battery falls to medium or needs to be charged, it pops in again, and it has happened during games so many fucking times, and it overwhelms all other sound from the headset. And like, like... I'm like fucking sitting there in fucking Rainbow Six. I'm like fucking crashing in a corner. I'm like, oh no, it was PUBG. It was fucking PUBG. And uh, we were on fucking, we were on Sandhawk. We had a really good run. Uh, we landed at a fucking cave on Sandhawk. Uh, and uh, the circle ended on cave at Sandhawk. But uh, Wingus, Dingus, and fucking Fringus, uh, Kleb, Drew, and Heath insisted that we go elsewhere, even though I'm like, well, I'm fucking geared up. I walked out of a fucking cave with, like, fucking all level two, an AK, a fucking vector. I'm like, fucking, don't worry about it. No, fucking, away we go to the north. And then back we come to fucking south again. God damn it. So we came second. Um, very annoyed. But anyway, I'm sitting in a fucking corner, and we can tell the people uh, coming into this fucking house, because there is, like, this house is the last house inside of the fucking circle mm-hmm. right the very last house and then the rest of the circle is fucking cave and uh i'm fucking crashing this corner and then uh i can hear some some like this bdrm fucking like pulls in like just fucking powers in uh and then i can hear footsteps and uh heat's watching the other door and i'm watching and i'm hiding behind this door because i'm gonna like pop out and fucking like bland this cunt when he comes through i'm sure of it and uh, I, I hear him coming up, and I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And then, okay. battery level, medium. And I'm like, fucking hell. Did you immediately just start opens. shooting? I absolutely <laughs> did. And I punted this cunt through the fucking door. And he must have 100% felt like I was fucking hacking. Like, he was making enough noise. He was literally just running up to, because I think he was trying to flank heat. But yeah, just fucking, into this fucking doorway. And you know how doors are fucking... They got Penno. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Fucking pound a fucking hole through this wall, uh, this door, and then fucking finish him off. I'm like, well, that was pretty fucked slick. But, uh, yeah, it scared the fuck out of me. Um, so that was, that was, you know, that was good. That was good times. Um, anyway. Do they not have software? So the software doesn't recognize these headphones. I don't know if it's not officially released yet or... What? But yeah, I can't work out how to get the software to, to recognize these fucking headphones. So I can't work out how to fucking do that shit with it. Because it's got like, it's got Dolby, like Atmos and surround and all that kind of stuff. And I've installed that stuff and that seems to be working. Uh, and it's a huge uh, improvement over the Logitechs. Although I believe the Logitechs have it as well. Uh, it just wasn't wasn't implemented the logitech software is pretty fucking janky as well sure um so i think the logitech head headset uh implements it all through their gaming software and so if your fucking headset isn't recognized then it just won't do it um plant the the rigs seem to do it via the new windows sound drivers that were put in and fucked up all my sound settings with that um may, may critical update. update yeah yeah um, it seems to do it via that, which means it's just on whenever it's on, mm. which is good. Um, but yeah, I can't get it to actually recognize in the Plantronics software. 
So it's like, if I look at it, it'll... Uh, the plane trunks is on right now, and it'll be like, no device connected. Uh, okay, cool. Do you have so, to yeah, plug it I'm, into with a USB or something? Maybe. I don't know. You heard the fucking lady. Device connected. She reckons the device is connected, okay? Um, but yeah. Anyway. Because uh, with mine... Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I have to put them on my my uh, little docking station thing. Oh, okay. Before it uh, does anything, let me just check quickly. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's fine. <laughs> it right, <laughs> works. <laughs> well, you sure showed me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well. Cool. Um, Should have yeah, got Astros. Uh, <laughs> if they're free. Um. <laughs> No, the in our Discord channel, everyone's been talking about headsets. The fucking uh, Sennheisers or Audio Technicas. I like Audio Technica as a. I, I just don't need a fucking. I was saying I was because my head, uh, my microphone, my Yeti microphone is shitting the bed. Um, mm. Finally, it's yes, yeah, seven and a half years old, so not a bad run for the old ba- uh, old boy, but. Um, yeah, I think when I buy a new new microphone, I might also spring for some like just regular, legit cans as we call them in the radio business, mm. uh, and uh, and a DAC and use use that instead. Go full full sound wanker over it because yeah, I don't need a gaming headset, right? Like I don't use the microphone; it doesn't really bring that much to me. The only thing is that I don't think you know super legit cans are gonna be wireless unless i spend fucking like thousands yeah right they're, they're doing a lot but uh yeah the whole dolby atmos thing or dolby surround yeah. is not something they're yeah. doing much of yeah so yeah. yeah and that's like the 3d sound i i know you and nate have both talked about it before but I feel like I've been playing blind for yonks because I had like obviously stereo sound for ages, but uh, I've clearly not been playing with 3D sound mm. uh, because the amount of shit I can like tell now. PUBG isn't the best example, but I've been playing Rainbow Six Siege as well. Rainbow's good, yeah. and you the amount of fucking info you get, holy fuck! Do I just jump into Rainbow? Yeah from here uh rainbow six obviously um yeah i've been playing a bit more of that the uh update came out last night um played it this morning so they got new new playlists so you can go casual you can go unranked uh which is the ranked playlist but it doesn't impact your ranking uh and you can go ranked um and yeah um it's a it's a that's a cool move that's it's designed to get like they're trying to get the sweaty cunts out of casual basically um but i don't think that's working based on like the games i had this morning uh, i did not experience fewer sweaty cunts i experienced far more sweaty cunts (laughs) in casual so uh it was probably the sweatiest game i've had in a long time and these dudes were trash talking like like they were they opened uh they were defending from the get-go they opened by like five man spawn peaking uh like just full-blown no respect spawn peaks uh they had fucking like the 
who does it? Was it Mind Mind Freak or Orglis? Uh, I was watching the Six Masters, mm. and one of the teams was doing these bullet hole. Hang on. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> um, one of the one of the teams was doing these bullet hole um, peaks. Mm. So instead of um, bashing a a hole, they just shoot. And the contrast to light when someone runs in front of something is all they need, and they just fucking spam into the wall, uh, which is some Larry shit. They were doing that stuff. Um, they had like yeah, dozens of murder holes all over the fucking place. Um, yeah, just hyper sweaty shit. And uh, after they won that round, they were like full trash talk. Got it in a game last night as well, playing the squirrel and. Uh, yeah, like these dudes won three nil, and at the end they're like, "Oh, that was fucking trash. You guys are fucking trash." Hmm. And uh, I jumped on, like into the text. And I'm like, "Just, just say GG, dickhead. Like, there's no need to be toxic." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he didn't respond after that. Um, I don't know. I hope maybe I got through to him. Like, there's just no need, right? Like, all you're doing if if it's yeah. If you want the game to fucking grow, if you want to have more fucking games against... If you're casual stomping so you can casual stomp, you're not going to get more fucking people to stomp on if you berate everyone into not playing anymore. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, uh, yeah, this morning, after that first round, these dudes had jumped in and like, oh, easy 3-0, easy 3-0, like fucking all all five of them. I think they were five-stack. Um... Yeah, they're like, yeah, easy 3-0, GG easy, here we go, blah, 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 all in the chat. Obviously trying to tilt. And uh, one dude on, on my team uh, was like, oh, that's it? I'm going full sweat as well. And uh, so he's like jumped on Cav. Uh, we're on fucking, it's the clubhouse. We're on clubhouse. And he went and hid in the tunnel. Uh-huh. And then, so they, they never droned his ass out. They joined the rest of us. Uh, we were in garage. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like, fucking, just fucking ran in behind them. Fucking, they were doing, like, peeks through the doors and all this kind of shit. But uh, he managed to interrogate one of them up the, upstairs and we just fucking war-banged the rest of them to death. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. And, uh, and then he immediately jumped on the text and he's like, oh, easy, easy, uh, reverse sweep, easy sweep, easy sweep. And, uh... <laughs> It turned into a, like, really good game after that. Like, it was just, like, mutual respect, I guess. But, like, it shouldn't have to be that way. It doesn't matter. Um, Amaru is the new attacker. She's got the grappling hook. We talked about her. Um, Didn't really get much experience with her. Um, She's good, uh, obviously. But she's pretty situated, like, hyper-situational. You know, like, Mm. can only be... uh, Except for the the super fucking aggressive uh, attack play, uh, she wasn't super useful on Clubhouse uh, just because of the, the locations we kept getting. Um, like there was no, if, I think if we'd gotten you know that upstairs gym bedroom spot, if we'd gotten that, maybe she could have like really quickly fucking busted in or something. Hmm. But otherwise, not particularly. Um, Goyo, fucking awesome. Uh, I didn't get to play him, but I picked Maestro. 
And that is a wombo combo for the fucking ages. It was fucking spectacular. I uh, four-manned. I didn't get the ace. I was gutted. Uh, but we're in garage again uh, because casual randomly selects the spot for you. Um, so we're in garage. And yeah, we had a fucking... Um, we had the Goyos at the doorways and one on the top ramp. I mm. uh, would have liked if some of my other teammates had taken um, barriers as well, uh, deployable shields as well, because that would have sort of obfuscated what exactly was a Goyo or not, but it didn't really fucking matter. Uh, I put my fucking my cameras down and uh, yeah. I hid in a fucking hid behind hard cover up top and uh, jumped on the cameras. And just zap people. And anytime they'd walk, zap. No, I zapped the fucking Goyo shields. All right. And the, it exploded them. It was fucking beautiful. It worked so good, man. Like, it was fucking. Oh. I felt like fucking mad dickhole. Because, uh, yeah, I was just fucking shredding. But, um, yeah. So that worked out well. Goyo, my, my story, that's my. My pro tip, I don't know if it's a fucking new tip or not, but... Uh, <laughs> it is now. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it was just... It was literally just a, a fucking, like, random thought I had to have a go. I'm like, yeah, well, let's see how it goes. Uh, but, yeah. Nice. Works well. Um, otherwise, I, you know, I'm never, you know, well-versed in how well an update is doing. Uh, it seems like... Every update they do, there's always a bunch of complaints about, oh, this and this and this and that, blah, blah, blah. You know, this this bug is game-breaking. Oh, eSports ready, blah, blah, blah. Because mm. um, they all like having a whinge. But um, I think it's pretty good. Like, it, it felt really good to play and stuff. So I felt like I was, like, my shots were hitting where they should and uh, I felt snappy and whatnot. Felt like Rainbow Six Siege, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty good. Um didn't see how big the update was but i don't think it was too big because uh i started up uplay to start the update and then i went and grabbed some fucking muesli hmm. and it was done so unless my internet has gotten significantly better without me realizing it uh it mustn't be too big an update yeah i think they're only um, usually like five gig or something like that yeah yeah oh and they got esports skins <clears throat> in now hmm. with uh and you can you can get like the teams get a share of the purchases. So I bought the Nomad skin, the Nomad Fanatic skin. Uh, even though I don't use Nomad, um, I've got to start using Nomad, I guess. Uh, I picked, I picked <laughs> her. Oh, I picked her on the last round uh, so that I could fucking flex as MVP uh, in, in that last round of the sweaty, sweaty game that I had this morning. And... Uh, <laughs> didn't quite work out but fuck it was close it was so close <laughs> yeah could have been good oh well yeah cool uh yeah it's good stuff all right uh while we're talking about updates man of madame oh man of madame i man finished madame. finished madame. this on um on the weekend i think uh yep. was pretty close to the end um when i last talked about it just didn't realize it was kind of I think the last act or something like that. Um, it's pretty short. It's not a super long game. It's only a couple hours. Uh, yep. And yeah, I think I said last week that 
it wasn't uh, anywhere near as good as Until Dawn, and I was kind of holding out to see where the story went. I mean, the story is very good. It's very abrupt. Like it ended, and I was like, "Wait, that that was it?" <laughs> right. Like, uh, all right, okay, that was the story. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it wasn't a huge fan of the story. I think it's a pretty average game. Um, mm. The uh, I complained last week about the the quick time events being um, like they just don't give enough time for people that haven't sort of played before. I think they're too quick. And then on top of that, the uh, it's hard to distinguish what's a a quick time press the button and what's a mash the button. Like sometimes you've got to uh-huh. like press X to yeah. pump um, or press cross to pump, depending on <laughs> yeah <laughs> where you're coming from. Um, yeah, and so like the whole you you got to keep mashing it until fill up the circle. Like uh, the first time you do it, and you're like, oh, it's still on the screen. By the time that has happened, sometimes there's just not enough time for you to, to finish the finish entire off, sequence. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, like it's not easily distinguishable between what's a quick time event and what's a like mash the fucking button. Um, so I think it's just it's just not as nowhere near as good as not as good yeah. until dawn. Um, the story was very average um there's no like big payoff at the end it kind of just abruptly ends like i thought we'd yeah it was just strange when it ended we were just very confused um i do like that there's sort of like a stinger at the end of here's what's coming up next on the dark pictures anthology that they're doing um i'm hoping that they're kind of they start rolling them out probably quicker. I'm guessing this thing's coming out next year. I haven't really looked into it, but if they can do like one a year, then that could be interesting. Um, as long as they keep the price tag uh, a bit low. Um, I don't yeah. know what it is in Australia, but it wasn't too expensive here. It was like a $20, $25 game or something like that. Yeah. Um, so not like a full price game. Uh, but otherwise, I hope they pick up the um, like just the quality of it a bit more <laughs> like i said last week i don't know if the budget is it seems like the budget's lower than what they had for until dawn from sony 100 um yeah. namco bandai is i feel like maybe they've got one more shot at this next one and then we'll see what happens but otherwise um like i don't think it's sold that well um yeah. i don't think well, it's, it's a it's a three-part tr- anthology right oh is it three parts well maybe they i think so two I more thought. coming um yeah yeah, I, I just wish they uh, they had more to do. Like, I don't think any of the characters are interesting. Um, yeah. Like, Iceman is just super, like, I mean, they're all, they've got all these interesting character, like actors in there, but they're just not given anything interesting to do. Um, yeah. But otherwise, there's some gameplay mechanics in there that I, like the aesthetic of the game I really like and sort of the tone of it. But otherwise, yeah, the writing's not anywhere near as good like i started watching um scream season three yesterday and the quality of that show has definitely tanked <laughs> oh, really? a lot. yeah they basically rebooted it again with the entire new cast um it's like only six episodes or something so i'm just gonna like play it out to see kind of where it goes but the writing is not very good <laughs> right um just kind of reminds me of <laughs> that like you've gone from until dawn where it was cheesy but the writing was okay you had interesting characters and whatnot 
Cool. And it was on on theme, right? Like yeah. yeah. And so I'm kind of hoping the next one. Um, I don't, like they haven't announced cast lists for that or anything like that, but it seems to look interesting what they're doing with it. Um, from you know the the sneak peek sort of stuff, but otherwise, yeah, Man of Medan, um hard to recommend unless you're a really big fan of of until dawn or because like i was i guess and that's kind of where it's yeah. downfall was is that I, my expectations are a bit high like i've read reviews and people seem to really like it um i've read reviews of people saying they've played it through multiple times um with multiple people just see different endings and whatnot i just have no like there's nothing yeah there's nothing there that kind of wants me to go back and see how things can play out differently so yeah bit disappointed in that one uh yeah. all right what else we got here do you want to talk about gears yeah okay gears five we talked about Should we leave gears to last uh yeah okay we can leave gears to last let's talk about Sue six red death real quick okay Played it last night. Played it with Squirrel. Played it on my own. Um, it's bad. It's just not good. <laughs> like, so uh, if you don't know what Gears, uh, sorry, if you don't know what Civ Six Civilization Six Red Death is, it's a new mode that they added in the free update um, yesterday. That uh, is a battle royale mode for Civilization, uh, and uh, generally um, all. Civilization games of battle royale, and that you—that's how I play it somewhere, and uh, you got to kill everyone. Uh, yeah, like anyone who's going for diplomacy wins uh, is uh, preparing to fucking lose when I park on their fucking doorstep. The fucking the might, the entire might of my uh, armies. Uh, but um, yeah, it's um, it's more battle royale in that it's got like a you know the Red Death is this closing zone that pushes everyone together you can't make cities um all oh, right all you do is sort of roam around trying to find new units by finding these uh existing dilapidated cities mm. and they'll give you like resources generally in the form of um units yeah and so the units allow you to build out your city uh your your civilization and then the more civilizations you've got uh, sorry, the more units you've got, the more likely you are to, to win in the end. And sure. also, you know, you fight raiders and stuff, and that'll give you the ability to um, to level up your characters and stuff. Um, it's, I mean, apart from the fact that it's just woefully put together, uh, you click on Play Red Death, and it... it the first time I clicked it, it took me straight into a game, which was pretty weird. And then every time after that, it must I think it took me and Squirrel about 25 minutes to get into a game. Like, just to get into a game. Because it would be like, error, could not find game. Error, game is full. Error, 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 error. Over and over and over. And then you'd finally get into a game, but uh, you weren't actually in the lobby, technically. Like, you weren't a part of the lobby. Sure. You were just sort of... Uh, able to see the lobby but you're in like I don't know people must be like failing to uh, uncheck AI and so you are assigned to an AI faction in the lobby and then so you can't actually play or do anything you're just sort of staring Mm. Uh, so yeah basically a spectator uh, who will watch some AI Um, 
And so you back out and then you try again, but uh, the matchmaking doesn't restrict stuff that you've already joined and backed out from. So you join the uh, same lobby. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, uh, people are trying to, <clears throat> trying to play a game with their friends, so they kick you, uh, but it's it just keeps trying to put you back into that same fucking lobby over and over and over. That's all garbage. Once you get into the game, it doesn't really explain anything about how the fuck you do anything or what means, like, what means what. Um, you just sort of fucking have to work it out on the fly, which I don't, you know, ultra hate for a Battle Royale. I do think learning on the fly is a big portion of the Battle Royale experience, mm-hmm. but it's not very well done here because a lot of it, is quite dissimilar to the regular civilization. So you see familiar things, you see things that should be familiar, but they don't scan the same. Uh, they don't react the same. And so you're not able to interpret them correctly, uh, which is a significant failure. I think if it is too similar, you need to specifically explain uh, why it's not the same. You know, like if PUBG unleashed a new map and every time you jumped you uh actually crouched right uh it would need to tell you that that was going to happen because otherwise the first time you jumped you'd crouch and it would put you in it like you it would be disadvantageous for you right and then spread that into every single fucking button Hmm. does something different right uh you you'd be basically have to having to relearn the game you'd know the game and know what you're supposed to do and you'd have a sense of muscle memory that would tell you what you're supposed to do but in practice nothing you thought should happen would happen and you'd sort of get fucked um so yeah that's a pretty big problem with this uh yeah all turns happen at exactly the same time um so uh everyone like it sort of waits for everyone to resolve their turn um which means generally if you're in a battle with someone what you want to do is uh click them as fast as possible as soon as the turn starts you want to click on them so you can get an attack in because if they're going to try to run away um then you will at least do some damage to them Hmm. which is obviously important uh and then you can chase them down uh from there um what else uh, you want to get co- like you want to get multiples of the same unit so you can create cores. Cores is a dumb word. Core C O R P S. Hmm. Cores, uh, as in not C O R E S. Not corpses. <laughs> uh, although you do want to create corpses in this game, um, you don't want to create corpses. Um, yeah, cores. Um, the cores are just generally, or no, just significantly uh, more powerful units um so you get them by combining multiple of the same type um it's an easy way to like quickly level up your your team um i have no idea how fucking movement works in it i i don't actually understand why sometimes my my dudes were able to walk quickly and sometimes they weren't because i couldn't get the tool tips on the terrain that i was on mm. to show up reliably uh, so there were moments where my dudes would move just one hex, uh, when I needed them to move two, obviously, uh, at least, uh, but they, they just wouldn't. And I, for the life of me, couldn't work out why, um, movement is a fucking massive, massive deal in red death. Uh, because at the end of the day, you will spend 
unless you land center, you'll spend most of your time just running away from the fucking circle. Um, in my last game, and the last game that I will play of it, uh, I'm not going back to it, um, I did land center, and uh, I lost because when the game, the end turn ended, instead of just remain like this the camera fucking shifted hmm. and i don't know why i don't understand why the camera shifted i've never seen it do that before uh but so when i when the camera shifted and the turn said go i clicked immediately and what had happened was i had a unit selected uh and they attacked the wrong person if they attacked the correct person i would have won the battle uh, because as soon as your caravan dies, as soon as your civilian dies, you you are out. Hmm. Um, yeah, I would have won the battle, but instead, attacked the wrong person and lost the battle. And that was it. That was my game. Uh, wholly unsatisfying way to lose. The other way, one of the other ways I lost was I was running into the uh, into the circle, and the maps covered in fog of war. Uh, I ran into what I figured was a viable path. Um, there was mountains on either side, but it sort of like created a bit of a valley between the mountains. Mm -hmm. uh, the valley ended uh, one square past where the circle ended. Uh, so I was trapped because you can't go over mountains unless <laughs> you units have the ability to scale, scale mountains. So I thought you would have learned all this from playing Apex. Ah, well, see, that's that's it. Uh, yeah, it was a shitty fucking way to, to die. Yeah. Um, just couldn't really do anything, right? Like, I had to walk back out into the red and try to get back in, and I got, like, one hex away from getting back in when I died. And that was about it. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was just a shitty fucking experience all around, like, all, all over. Like, I don't know why you would promote this at all. I have no idea. Because functionally it is bad like it's 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 like it's a mod right it's a mod for Civ 6 basically yeah uh it's a like half-assed mod that they popped out for like a a bear like a gag basically um and but they've gone and promoted it pretty heavily the same week like in between two of their other giant releases as well which doesn't make any fucking sense to me because NBA 2K20 came out last week and Borderlands 3 comes out this week. Yeah. So I don't know why you would like skewer your own thunder. Especially like is... Civilization 6 being one of the biggest PC games on Steam. <laughs> right? Like, wouldn't you want people to not be focused on like anything other than the fucking big release coming out this week? Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, it's just like not a single part of it makes any fucking sense to me and it's poorly executed and I hate it and I uninstalled Civilization 6 because of it. Right. When I when I saw the, the announcement for this, I was super confused. I was like, isn't Civilization 6 a battle royale technically anyway? Like I don't play it for diplomacy. <laughs> Did they just turn the wind condition off for, for that? And it's like, you just need to kill everybody. 
Um, <laughs> when I play against AI, I turn all the other win conditions off anyway because yeah. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not fucking racing across the world to stop some cunt from doing a diplomacy victory. Fuck this shit. We're just battling it out. Or even like... I know what I'm about. You try to <laughs> genocide everybody except one dude's going for like the wonders achievement. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm kind of busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I watched that trailer. I was very confused, but hearing you talk about the other sort of elements and the way it works, um, having a re- retracting circle and not being able to build cities like makes a bit more sense to me. Um, yeah. But it, what's their battle royale number? Is it ten people? Still, it's the biggest game I had was nine. Apparently, it can go up to twelve. Okay, twelve. Yeah. But uh, I never saw it. Are they long games or are they sort of? Because uh, like a long, like a standard game of Civilization, when you that's uh, oh, way shorter than that. Way <laughs> that's shorter days. than that. I mean, I was squeeze. Yeah. Um, no, that's not it. I recorded a, like a single game of it, and yeah. I got into. The and I'm guessing there's like a time limit on turns as well, sort of like the regular, regular game. Um, to sort of, I guess it's playing out at real time as well, so it's. A bit I'd say about forty minutes. Right. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, there is a timer on the on like how long you have to take it your turn. So um, once you run out of that time, you've got to take the turn. Oh, it just sort of takes the turn for you. Um, so yeah. Interesting. Uh, anyway, disappointing. Um, disappointed. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Civ. Civ series. Yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, I guess um, it's like, like at least it's not a paid thing. Like, if it's not for, for you, then you don't have to play it. We could have just played true. regular Civ, Joe. What are you doing? We could. I would happily play a game of, like... We, sh- we, we could do that. We should do it. It's hard, play though, because in- we've got a bit of a time difference. <laughs> no, we'll do, like, a, a turn a day. Oh, no. That'd yeah. take forever. Would it? Yeah, yeah I guess it would. would. Like... <laughs> What if we do, like, the first, I'd say, 30 turns in one play session, right? Because that'd take an hour. Not long. Hour and a half. Yeah. And then we switch to email turns. Right? And you just play it like fucking Neptune's Pride. Yeah. Yeah? I'd do it. I'd be down. We get a group. It's definitely... Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, if anyone wants to join in, fuck, like, let's do it. Like, because at the end of the day, it'd literally just be, you have to load up Civ 6 for probably 10 minutes a day. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Does like, it, does it automatically do email turns? Yeah, it's got, it's got. It's got all that in like, there. Yeah. Yeah, it's all built in. Yeah, maybe. Is it, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. We'll, we'll find yeah. out who else wants huh? to play. Yeah, I feel like we'd 100%. invite Gavin or someone, and then he'd play for the oh. first three goes, and then just disappear forever. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You just have to. The trick to that, though, is to analyze who is the weakest link in that scenario, and then just go for them. Beeline for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's not going to be around was... much longer? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Nice. All right. Uh, Ghost Recon. Breakpoints. Yeah, this is the... Uh, was it the closed beta or something like that? 
Yeah, it was the closed beta. Yeah. And uh they they gotta they gotta do something about this game, eh? Like okay, let's let's kick off with the uh, objectively bad parts, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen but the uh are like should reviews be subjective or objective thing has been raging on Twitter over the last week. Uh so wing wangs are um convinced that game reviews should be more objective. Um and I've argued this before, uh, that um, to an extent there is an element of objectivity in a game review, and I remember getting laughed at. Uh, but I guess that's why I'm the best game reviewer in the world because I recognise that there is an element of objectivity. There are facts, right? If you don't understand the difference between objectivity and subjectivity, then I don't see how you could ever understand why a game cannot uh, a game review can't be purely objective but uh nevertheless uh yeah this was i'm obviously still holding on to uh being laughed at uh probably eight ish years ago so uh let's let's move on let's just push through um (laughs) so there is an element of objectivity to every single game review uh in that you are reporting on actual facts there are factual features uh prey is a game that uh you know is played in the first person, right? That's a fact, right? That's object, objective fact, right? But there are other objective facts to a Prey review. I'm using Prey as an example because it's the first one to jump to mind. Uh, but uh, for example, uh, for a significant portion of people, uh, it was buggy as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, wording there might not be terribly objective. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was. It was buggy for a portion of people uh, so when it got a four out of ten from IGN uh, because it deleted his save game and crashed his computer, um, that is objectivity, right? Like objectively, it took down his entire game experience. It's not a subjective. Uh, it's not his opinion mm. on what happened, right? It took out his fucking computer, right? That's flat out, right? There is objectivity in that review. Um, so if we were to start off with the objective portions of Ghost Recon Breakpoint and why it's fucking... They need to go back to the drawing board on it. Um, It's... Holy fuck. I cannot believe how buggy it is. I can't understand it. It's... Because I... Don't know if I can say that I played in the beta. (laughs) Sorry, the alpha. But, uh... Um... If I theoretically played in the alpha, it wasn't anything like this. Uh, like, that's fucking crazy. Uh, I've played other builds of this game that were nowhere near as fucking janky as uh, as Breakpoint was. It was near, like nearly broken. Like, you could get into a game, but it... Like, shooting felt like ass because of some sort of weird desync situation that was going on. Mm. Despite us, I was the host, so I shouldn't have had any fucking desync as far as I can tell. Uh, I don't think it's doing dedicated servers for Teams of Four or anything. I think it's, like, peer-to-peer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's if it's like Wildlands, it's peer-to-peer. So, uh, yeah, there, there shouldn't have been desync on my end. Uh, you couldn't, like, revive people. You would go over, you would revive them, and then they would remain in their down state. Um, like con- consistently, like over and over again. Um, what else? Uh, oh, there were like heaps of collision detection issues. Uh, 
which were mostly with geometry in the world. Like, it seemed to have really good collision detection between players uh, and vehicles and players, which was awesome because the most fun I had was uh, trying to run over the other dickheads in my car. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, there was no friendly fire. You couldn't shoot other pl- your teammates. Right. But you could run them over. You could, like, create <laughs> scenarios where they would die. Uh, so that's mostly what I, I did. I largely spent all of my time trying to create scenarios where they'd die. Like, we'd, like, be sneaking up on a fucking... Sneaking up on a location, and then uh, I would... Uh, start shooting with my silencer off and then I'd throw a fucking flashbang at the other guys. Uh, that would, that usually worked out pretty good. It was a, it's a classic, you know, the classic for a reason. Then, you know, they were blind and they'd get shot to death. Hmm. And then I couldn't get them back up because of the bug. Um, yeah, uh, the transition, I crashed out a couple of times trying to transition between the hub area and uh, the larger world, uh, which was particularly bad in one case because I was a fucking host. Um, that was, but I think it migrated the host and I got back in, um, the crashes took out, uh, the entire game, um, for everyone, but I was also, no, well, yeah, in that case, uh, in the, when I was the host, it did, uh, in the, the, um, in other situations, it just boot you back to the menu, but right. like a lot of my, my crashes were proper crashes i had one crash that took down my whole pc um like janky like real real buggy mm. um and like crashes on there's there's a hub world uh because every game is the division now i guess and uh when you go to the hub world i went and bought some guns and it crashed on purchase mm and took my currency but didn't give me the weapons when i came back in so there's some sort of like it didn't give me the money back when i came back in uh there's some sort of fucking sync issue there which is fucked um yeah there's all kinds of fucking issues like heaps of issues um but beyond that i don't want a division game i don't want a I don't want I don't want a fucking looter shooter right hmm. apparently the reasoning behind doing a looter another looter shooter is that they found that people found a gun they liked and they stuck with it the entire time in in wildlands and they want people to branch out and try different weapons hmm. no I don't want that I want to customize the fuck out of like three guns and I want to go around and be a, a fucking ghost recon badass who is like silently ninja style murdering every motherfucker around. That is the ghost recon fucking experience. Div- the division, it makes sense in the division to have a, a looter shooter because it's not tied to anything beyond the division. And the division has always been a looter shooter. Yeah. Right? Ghost recon, my. I played the fucking original Ghost Recon, okay? I I am a fucking old school Ghost Recon player and old school Ghost Recon was basically larger scale Rainbow Six. Old school Rainbow Six. Where you would customize your weapons, put together a, a I guess, 
gear package, mm-hmm. and then you go out and you complete missions. And it had, it was more reactive than Rainbow Six, which was like really focused on planning. Uh, Ghost Recon was far more reactive. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, yeah. So you would like, yeah, you'd get your fucking your god gun, and you'd go out and you. I would do like terrorist hunts with the sniper dude and I'd just fucking find somewhere and I'd just snipe people, right? Like, or I'd, I'd go in with the, um, an assault rifle and I'd go in and just fucking smash guns, right? Like, and it'd be like a, a question of like, okay, I need to, I, I gotta wait until I can see like six of them before I start shooting because I want to make sure that I can take out a bunch of them all at once. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to get myself into a position where I can do that, right? That's the Ghost Recon experience, not fucking looter shooter bullshit. Like you are supposed to be the fucking pinnacle of special forces, and yeah, giving you a fucking telling you, oh, you're in a gear level 150 area. This is extremely dangerous. That's not fucking good. Mm. That's dumb, right? Like. It's it's counter to the entire concept. And I understand that the progression of power needs to exist in games. Sure. But they did that really well in Wildlands by giving you objectives to... Like, you had to go do this mission to get, like, the... A vertical foregrip or something, right? Like, go do this mission and you'll get a vertical foregrip. Go do this mission and you'll get a new sniper off. Go do this mission. And you can pick and choose what missions you did yeah. to try to create the build that you wanted and until then you'd sort of make do with what you had that was fine i thought i thought that was a really good fucking yeah. system and they'd give you like a but, like the map would just be here's a bunch of fucking icons and missions and you yeah. kind of just do it the way that you kind of wanted to do it and then as you did like a certain amount that it open up other like branches to different areas you could go to yeah Right? Like, I don't remember it feeling overwhelming at first, and then over time, as we played it more, it didn't. Hmm. It just sort of made sense. Right? And that was good, right? You felt like you'd learned something about that game world, and you progressed mentally, right? Which is, as you know, I've, I've mentioned a billion times, one of my favorite paths of progression is learning more about a game world and feeling yourself leveling up in that way, right? Because you're that's you as a player improving, mm-hmm. not you as a player character improving. I always think that's way better. Yeah. Not to mention the level 150 stuff. Everyone dies to a headshot anyway, so it's not that consequential. In fact, if anything, it feels like a fucking rip-off. Like, we were in this... Like, it's quite early on in the play experience of the beta. But we're in this level 150 area, and we headshot everyone. And they all died. And we went down, and we still got like garbage loot, right? That doesn't make any sense, right? I'm I'm like scrounging for anything I can get because I'm in, you know, I'm behind enemy lines trying to get out sure. while fucking John Berenthal is <clears throat> commanding an army of drones to hunt me down and murder me. But I can't pick up the fucking guns off the level 150 guy. Like, that's fucking stupid. That is dumb. I, I don't, like... I've got no problem with them not allowing me to pick up the guns off the the bad guys, right? I don't have a problem with that. Uh, It's only that they have set the rules, right? They've set the rules 
So if if it was, uh, if they wanted me to not engage, right, and they didn't have a looter shooter system, right, all they would have to do is only give me a fucking pistol and put an overwhelming amount of men down there. And I guarantee you some people would still have a punt. Mm. Uh, they'd still, like, try it on. Um, and the really fucking good ones or the cheaters would, like, make it work. And that'd be fucking... Their reward would be the weapons that those, like, those dudes have down there or whatever the fuck, right? But because it's a level 150 area and because it's a loot shooter, no. You shoot them all... Uh, and the idea is they can kill you in like two shots regardless of where they hit you and you're supposed to avoid that fight because you're scared of, of that. Yeah. We just shot them all in the head. And then we went down <laughs> and we got fucking garbage. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Like that's that's cooked. Yeah. Uh, I they guess go, that was they... my concern when we saw the first reveal of it. Like they completely changed up this like loot system and it just didn't seem like... like I was confused whether or not this is a Wildland sequel because people were saying it was a Wildland sequel. It's like, it doesn't look like yeah. it. It looks completely different. Um, so, yeah. yeah. it's they, They're going to get rid of whole loot. I, I'm sure it's too late. Yeah, it's definitely too late. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to play a looter shooter hmm. at all. Like, not, not, a, not a Ghost Recon looter shooter. It's flat out... Not a game I want to play. I will... I mean, we'll probably get we'll play it. it but, yeah. <laughs> and I'll probably... I'll, probably, I'll play it for the Terminator thing, probably. And that's it. Uh, I'll be in it for that. And probably nothing else. Because I don't... Like, I'm just not interested in chasing loot. I'm not interested yeah. in... Like, we've got the Division. It's strange shit. that they're yeah. making Ghost Recon sort of down the same path. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I'm wondering if the because I, I did the multiplayer preview. I didn't see any sort of janky stuff during that. Uh, I like. I'm wondering how old this build is that they're they're running and whether it's just a technical, like a just to test out some back end stuff or something. Because it's it's pretty close to launch, right? It's out in a, is it about three or four weeks? Yeah, pretty close. Um. I mean, this is, in my opinion, and I, I know they can't, but in my opinion, they delay and rip all of the bullshit out of this fucking game. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the. It's going to have to be gold by now, right? It, it's got to be pretty close to gold. Real close. Real close to gold. Yeah. But I, I know I'm not the only person who had this reaction to the closed beta. Uh, I, like, I know I am not. Like,. It's it's not what I want from the fucking series hmm. in general, let alone this particular game. And I think this is poisonous to the fucking franchise. Sure. So yeah, in my opinion, it would be a like emergency stop. Like hit that big fucking red button uh situation. It'd be a oh fuck. We've we've fucked up. Uh, yeah, I think because... it's too far at this stage. Uh, one one hundred because it's tied but... to the multiplayer as well and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, all right, yo, I'm definitely still like I haven't played it. I haven't seen it really much other than that first reveal. Uh, I'm definitely interested in yeah. seeing what it is. 
Uh, and who knows, maybe it comes out and it's it's fine. Maybe this build we're running at the moment is super old and they fix it. They've probably got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people working on this game. It's they're crunching bugs at the moment, so we'll see. Um, and then we'll see what happens with the gameplay loop. Maybe something ends up drawing us in or maybe it's just not engaging at all. Yeah. We'll see. It, like, what, what type of... Were they... Were there missions you could do on that sort of stuff, or was it just kind of? There were only three missions in the beta, yeah, um, and they were okay. They were just sort of regular old missions. We had more fun fucking about in the, in the game world, yeah. Like had a significant, like it was Wildlands level fun, right? Mm. When we were fucking about in the game world, uh, like just goofing about, we got up some just dumb shit. Uh, there's some videos up on my Twitter, uh, though you have to dig through like 7 billion fucking tweets to see them because I tweet too much. Um, they're like, I, yeah, we had fun. I was definitely enjoying myself, but I was enjoying my time with, with friends. I was sure. enjoying, like it was me and Cleb and Johnny Bravo and I was enjoying playing with those guys. I was not enjoying the breakpoint experience. Mm. Uh, I was enjoying breakpoint in spite cool. of the breakpoint experience yeah. and they got the um the synchronization systems in there and that sort of stuff still is that changed yeah all? yeah no that's that's all pretty good um like yeah it does it does all the a lot of the wildland stuff really well hmm. it just has this this thing in it, it yeah it's just like I don't know, you, you, they made a spaghetti, right? And they followed the fucking spaghetti recipe, and then they're like, "Oh, and also there's broccoli in it." You're like, <laughs> "Why? What? Why?" Actually, no. Well, no, they've made spaghetti and they've changed the meatballs to broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, but no, hang on. It was fine oh, before. I like meatballs. Maybe broccoli is a bad example. I'm towards broccoli. Because I like right. I like broccoli, but maybe you if like they were broccoli. like... Right. Let, let's say there were Skittles, because everybody Skittles. likes Skittles, right? <laughs> but you... Yeah. And like, if you were... I'd, I'd eat a fucking box of Skittles easily. But then yeah. all of a sudden, they're like, let's take the meatballs out and let's put Skittles everywhere. Everyone <laughs> loves fucking Skittles. Everyone loves Skittles. Skittles, <laughs> look. We have released Skittles... In our division, Skittles has been one of our best sellers. The engagement levels are through the roof. People love Skittles. So we're going to put them in our spaghetti. <laughs> we're going to put them in our spaghetti products. And people are going to fucking love it. Look, yep. I'm going to eat that spaghetti. But <laughs> at a certain point, I might feel a bit <laughs> sick. Yeah, yeah. At, at a certain point, you're going you to really question what you're doing. Uh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> we just made a fact. Um, yep. Anyway, good times. We'll s- Not so good times. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. Yep. All right, uh, NBA 2K20. Yeah. It's out. Uh, it is out. I think it's out. Is it out today? I don't it even is, know when it's, it's out. out. It's out. Um, the, all these... It's just out. It's straight up out. It's, it came out last week. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know, because you know everyone's, everyone does these like ultimate editions yep. where it re- like gears of war came out yesterday i think it was or today oh that's true yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was right. like what <laughs> crazy um yeah so i think we both got copies of nba 2k20 um we're obviously big basketball fans we've 
been playing the series for a long time. I've reviewed yep. a bunch of them. I think maybe you reviewed a couple as well, like officially. Yep. Um, I yep. reviewed last year's game, uh, and I think I gave it about a 7.5 or a 7, somewhere around there. Had a, a couple of issues with, with a few bits and pieces that I'll talk about. Um, but for the most part, 20, uh, NBA 2K20, I actually think I like it more than last year's game. Really? Yeah. Have you played any of it at all yet? Yeah, I've played a couple of hours of it. Yeah. Uh, just playing quick games um, in the you know, regular basketball mode, not, not playing uh, my player or anything. Sure. Um, ignoring like if yeah I'll talk about why in a bit but uh, I don't know what it is man I, fe- I feel like um, there's it's it's not input lag I feel like it's animation lag or something mm-hmm. but I feel like there is definitely a delay between me what I want to have happened and what happens mm. uh, in in some circumstances and it, it is I say it's not an input lag because when you know I'm on the fast break and uh, you know every, everything's working as it should uh, you know MJ is is smashing his lane mm. uh, and I throw the ball like facing the correct direction then it's fine uh, but I feel like if I were to try, if I were to get the rebound and attempt to create my own fast break, right, it doesn't throw a wild throw, right, which I think would be fine. That I'd be okay with, right? Uh, instead, it takes a long time for whoever, got them, usually Rodman, uh, got the fucking ball to turn and then throw it, right? Uh, and even, even if it isn't Rodman, even if, like... Uh, Steve Kerr sure. got the fucking rebound. Uh, he still takes a fucking long time to turn and throw it. Uh, whereas, like, I'm what I'm looking for in that situation when I've got MJ streaking up the fucking court is the fucking quick pass. Right? Kevin that you see, <laughs> yeah, the Kevin Love fucking quarterback throw, right? Uh, and. It's not just there, right? It's it's also like on the inbound play uh, when you're in their half. Uh, I found a lot of times, right? I streak, I will streak LeBron away from the fucking uh, three point line, mm-hmm. uh, and then turn him back in. And even he can't fucking put the the snappy pass into the fucking corner for the the quick three. Like I just I feel like there's something it's. It's specifically passing, right? And it's definitely animation related. Mm. And it is driving me fucking bonkers. Um, because I did it a lot. Maybe, maybe like... Maybe, maybe it's just a... Uh, because, yeah, I did a lot in 2K19. Maybe I'm just mad that I can't exploit something that I used quite a lot of in 2K19. Mm-hmm. But, like, because that does happen, right? Like, uh, you look at, like other sports games and or even you know any yearly iterative sequel and you'll see or always see people complaining that they can't use last year's exploits because they've fixed them Mm -hmm. so maybe they just fixed an exploit but I didn't think I was exploiting because it felt like that was 
how I saw the game played a lot, right? Right. That is specifically the Golden State Warriors' favorite style of fucking play is that, like, quick ball movement, uh, the snappy fucking, um, like, quick shots and, and all that kind of stuff. That is characteristic of basketball sure. in 2019. So I didn't think it was an exploit. And it just doesn't seem like something I can get done yeah. in 2K20. And it's drawing me Have you looked at the um, passing controls to see... Because, no. like, I, yeah. I generally use the th- sort of the three buttons, like your uh, to pass of triangle and circle. Um, yeah. X, X is the other one? Um, X, yeah. Cross, sorry, and um, cross, cross. <laughs> yeah, like I, I generally use them, but I don't do any of like the um, the modifiers that are on them because sometimes you can do like uh, like give and goes and things like that and skip passes. But I, yeah, maybe I don't, it does, at- I don't know if those work. I don't know if the modifiers work. Well, they didn't work. I think I couldn't get them to work in two K nineteen. Uh, the on the R one. Because you got an R one pass if you're doing the fucking like trials. yeah yeah, and I think they've tidied that up a lot. Because I remember last year I oh, I've always had problems with like I'll try to pass someone and it'll skip past to like the person behind them, and I'd be like, oh, that's not who I wanted to go to. Like I wanted to go to this, or, or like I'd try and pass to someone at the back, and it would pass yeah. to the guy in the middle, and they get intercepted yeah. or something. But I feel like that's happening a lot less this time. It feels like they've tidied up the. Um, like the who who you're actually passing to, like the selection seems a bit a bit better. But I don't like I don't use because of the animation delay. It's <laughs> happening to me a lot more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't like, like maybe just jump into those options and look at they. There could be yeah, like an overhead pass or or something that because yeah. I know there's passing for like if you have the ball coming down for a rebound and you hit the pass button before you get the ball, then he'll do like a quick pass. Stuff like that, yeah. But right. I don't. Yeah, that. But that, like, yeah. I don't know because, like you were saying, I had huge problems with that happening to the wrong person. Sure. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I rely pretty heavily on on the R one when I'm trying to force a fast break. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's not a huge deal, it, but yeah, it has. It's it's made a lot of games that should. I like would normally have been blowouts in two K nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Be a lot closer. Sure. Um Yeah. But um like that one exception is the only thing that I think is decreased. Uh but it like it, it has a large impact on my, my game in particular. Um yeah. It's it's gotta be just an attitude thing. Like every fucking every FIFA they introduce some way of trying to stop people from crossing in from the corner and immediately fucking scoring. So, um, and everyone fucking complains about it. So it's, it's gotta be something like that. Yeah. Um, pr- probably just seeing too many people score in that, in that way or something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah. Other, other than that, yeah, that I've only been playing, um, quick games mm. and, uh, yeah, like it looks fucking, it looks great. Like, like, on on every account, it seems like a top notch basketball game. The loading times are a bit fucking. Oof! I don't know what's going Sometimes. on. Sometimes, I think it's doing a lot of um, 
obviously the game is tied heavily on VC and whatnot. I think it's done a lot of checks yeah. on the internet <laughs> for, for a lot of this stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they're not super long. We're not talking like Red Dead load times or anything like that. But no. Yeah. There's some, some loading in there. At least the thing I really like is that when you're loading something, and they've done this for the last couple of years, is that you can sit there and watch um, NBA 2K TV. And I watch, yeah. like, sometimes it'll be done loading and I'll just sit there and watch NBA 2K TV. Uh, the, the biggest issue with that is that I'm now, like, three ways through the same episode of NBA 2K TV <laughs> episode one because I've I've just been playing so much of it. Um, so it'd yeah. be good if there was, like, other, I don't know, other stuff that they could have on there. I, I, I don't know, but, yeah. I still enjoy that that is an aspect of the game that I could sit there and, and watch because they talk about... Well, during the regular season, it's highlights and stuff, isn't it? I think. Um, I'm pretty sure they do highlights. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. All right. That, that's okay. fine. I, I, I stopped watching NBA 2K TV in 2K19 <laughs> uh, about a fucking month after it came out. So, right. um, yeah. I just like... Skip, 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 skip. Let's get to the game. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like 2K19 for me was like a killing time game. Like it was literally just, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to fucking, I got half an hour and I'll just fucking play some 2K. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't see 2K20 being anything other than that for me as well. I didn't like my play in 2K19 and I can't fucking make my play in 2K20 uh, because I've tried to make my fucking... I've used... I uninstalled the app. I've given up. Um, yeah. I'm just going to make a fucking generic dude. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I tried multiple times. I took the... Did the fucking head scan with the selfie mode. I got my wife to do the head scan, which was extremely awkward. Um, like, neither of them worked. And each time, it took literally 15 minutes to fucking go through the process of scanning my fucking head all the way. Yeah. And then uploading the fucking photos. And then t- it telling me the fucking photos had failed to upload. And then it telling me that it had deleted the photos. And then I had to start all over again. Um, not to mention, every time I tried to do it, it would um, show me the intro video to... This year's my player is better than ever. You're gonna love it. And uh yeah, it fucking yappity yappity yappity. Oh, I can even do this in my player now. Ooh, shut the fuck up. Um <laughs> unskippable, as I found out. Uh and yeah, just annoying as fuck. So yep. yeah, I, I'm just gonna make it a generic player just for one reason. I don't care to play my player. Because I don't I didn't get a big VC injection this year so uh, <laughs> I know I'm going to start out at fucking 60 or whatever the fuck yeah. and yeah so I um I couldn't get the app to work either the first day it just it wouldn't even detect my face at all it was just kind of like no face detected and I tried uh, yeah on my wife as well <laughs> to see if it would work for her and just it just didn't pick up anything and then the second day it finally started picking up my face consistently but every time it went to upload and it'd get to like uploading like finding faces 12 of 13 it'd get to like 13 and then error and say there was a problem with you know whatever error code and i uh, i've tried it basically every day since then and just no luck at all trying to get that thing to work so um it still hasn't i haven't tried it today but i'm guessing it's still not going to work um 
So I don't know oh, what's going on with it at all. Fucking, when I was trying to do it, right, when I was trying to do it the second time, uh, I accidentally hit a button on the screen or something. Yeah. And it took me into the card mode of the app. And I could not stop it from tutorializing me on the fucking card thing until I had gone through the entire tutorial, which was a 20-minute process. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. I was this close to fucking uninstalling the app right then and there. Like, you fuck. And then I did I did uninstall it. Eventually, uh, I got a fucking notification. It's like, you've got cards to open. I'm like, fuck you, I do. Get the fuck out of here. And I feel like that is why they're not... Um, like, why can't it pull the data from my last year's photo or, like, my last year's character or whatever? And I feel like it, they're doing it on purpose so it makes you install that app. And then it's like, hey, yeah. here's this card game type thing. Because um, yeah. I had the same thing where I installed it and then you have to go through that tutorial to play, play the game for 15 minutes or whatever it is. It's identical to last yeah, year's game. Yeah, ex- well. it's the exact same game. Yeah. Like... Because the fucking same. Because I played a lot like of that, that is. <laughs> yeah, me too. And imagine like like all your but all your cards are gone. I assume, right? Like, yeah. There's no transfer of that. So, no. if you spent money on it, yeah, that's gone. Like that's just straight up gone. Mm. Um, that is, yeah, that is some fucking mm, gross. It's fucking gross. Yep. And like because you know most websites don't have people who play this shit uh, I, I assume it's going to go under the radar like I can't I, I pitch a story on this and nobody wants to fucking do it because nobody gives a fuck I'm not allowed to write about NBA on Red Bull uh, <laughs> after, after my uh, stunt a couple of years ago so uh, yeah I can't put it up there like yeah it's, it's fucked right like it's the sports games are where I feel like publishers get away with so much fucking shit. Mm-hmm. So much fucking gross shit. They are the, just the fucking training, the breeding grounds for the fucking scum bullshit that's infesting video games. Yeah. And NBA 2K is not as bad as FIFA, but it's still, yeah, it's still, still fucking bad. I, like, I mean, it's it's bit. It's one of those like, uh, well, you know, uh, Doctor Doom is not as bad as uh, Thanos, but yeah, still a bad guy. Still <laughs> specifically a bad guy. Yeah. Or Thanos is not as bad as Galactus, but uh, like we're kind of yeah, pulling hairs here. Yeah. Well, Nate, Thanos and Galactus was it Nate that sent that article or about like the EA? What's his that name? Jorg- yeah. Jorgensen, the CFO of EA, talking about how they want to inject FIFA Ultimate Team mechanics into their other games like Battlefield and Battlefront, and I don't know what because, the other one was. Yeah, because it makes them so much money. FIFA Ultimate Team alone made eight hundred million dollars last year. That's not FIFA, the game. That is literally just that mode mm. made $800 million last year. That is a third of what Fortnite made, which I like you put it in those, you frame it that way. And it's like, oh, is that all right? Yeah. That is eight tenths of a billion dollars, right? You, the, the problem with numbers like that is that 
mentally we cannot fucking conceptualize how much fucking money that is. Like, you literally can't picture it. You cannot picture what $800 million would even look like. Like, what, what it even equates to. It is staggering. It is, what, like fucking... 1,600 Ferraris, yeah. right? Like, that's <clears throat> crazy shit. And the profit they're making uh, on, like, it's not costing them a lot to put these types of mechanics into the game. It's really... It costs them nothing. Yeah. It's not... It's not uh, and, and like, yeah, they, they do nothing with it. I was... The reason I have those numbers ready to fucking go is because I was watching a video from um, an interview with some uh, Aussie FIFA players. And they were trying to get to the, the bottom of why uh, Australians don't seem that invested in, in FIFA esports. Mm. And they were like, uh, you know, I think, you know, we just don't have football culture and, uh, you know, people don't want to do the grind because apparently the FIFA Ultimate Team grind to get to the top levels yeah. is quite significant. Yeah. Like, those, they were talking like eight hours a day and weekends and stuff like it's a full-time job no it's because the fucking fifa e-world cup uh which is their the, what what it all leads to at the end of the day yep. the, the major championships uh had a five hundred thousand dollar prize pool um and that is nothing that is absolute that is fucking not even a single percent of what Fortnite put up despite FIFA Ultimate Team making a third of what Fortnite did. Mm -hmm. You know, like, these kids should be fucking competing for a $33 million fucking prize pool. They should be competing for at least a $10 million prize pool. It would be nothing to FIFA to put up $10 million. And people would fucking play then, I'll tell you what, Right? The other thing is, it's pay to win. Hmm. It's a pay to win fucking esport. Like, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Oh, you can, you know, you can earn cards by just playing and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? Like, if you want to actually compete from the fucking start of a season, you need to invest a fuck ton of money to have a competitive team immediately. Otherwise, you will not earn the points you require to get to the fucking end. Except unless you are the fucking Pele of FIFA, yeah. right? Like... That's it, right? It's pay to win. So, fuck it. Fuck that shit. That's why people... That's why Aussies don't get involved. That's why worldwide FIFA Esports isn't what it should be, right? Because FIFA Esports... It's the fucking globe... It's the world game. It's the biggest fucking sport in the world. You would think that the fucking esport version of it would at least come close to Call of Duty, but it doesn't. Yeah. And Call of Duty is a second-tier esport i mean like we might even have to revisit how the fucking tiers work but it it's not <laughs> fifa isn't even a fucking second tier esport like yeah. it is down the fucking list uh yeah we've we've diverted pretty far yeah. so like yeah um, nba even the vc is heavily <laughs> ingrained into pretty much all of the yeah. not all but most of the major components of it like it's not in the play now stuff or anything like that but their biggest mode would be the my career stuff um my team is also popular and you've got the the my league my gm 
um, which is also big. But yeah, my career is kind of the big one, right? Is where you create these players and you earn VC to level up your characters, which makes them better at the game. But also you can buy uh, the currency to, to sort of inject into your player again. Um, and then you've got on top of that, like all the cosmetic stuff to buy a t-shirt is like three and a half thousand VC. Uh, there was uh, there was that uproar. I think it might have been last year where they were charging people to get haircuts as well. They eventually yeah. removed that from the game. Um, they like one of my complaints about last year's review was they literally put a fucking casino in the game. Like you'd walk in there and it was decked out, which is the anti up room. And, you know, the way the anti up works is you wager you wager VC. You put it on the table and you play someone else at basketball, and depending on who wins, then they you collect the the pot so it's which i don't have a problem with except it's straight up gambling <laughs> yeah right that's obviously not good i don't but i don't have a problem with like putting something on the line sure. in a in a basketball game i, th- I think that's fine yeah. the but didn't they get, like there's a fucking lucky wheel there's actual game like casino elements well, so they well. removed actual the, games of chance the chocolate wheel which was in the front door of the casino it's not the it's not a casino. I call it a fucking casino. Um, it's not there anymore. They've removed it. That was one of the complaints I put in my review last year. Is that like you walk in and it feels like a casino. There's bright lights. There's red carpet. Yeah. It's decked out in gold. There's a chocolate wheel in the front that greets you. Uh, that chocolate wheel's gone now, so you can't do it. I don't know if they've moved it somewhere. I haven't been able to find it. Um, and I've looked right. online to try and find it, but that place is dead empty now. It used to be a line like people. Yeah, wrapped around this chocolate. We we're waiting to try and get spins. Uh, I walked in there; it was completely dead. Um, so yeah, they removed a bunch of that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, VC is definitely like uh, I'm just not a fan of. Like you said, it's pay to win. At the end of the day, it's pay to win. Um, last yeah. year when I reviewed it, I didn't get the um, the ultimate edition, which came with the you know the bonus VC that you got with the game. Um, which was, I think, 100,000. And so I started that game to review it with the early access people, and I couldn't play multiplayer because everybody else is 20 levels above me. And so I, like, there's a point where skill doesn't really matter, and there's, like, a point where that actual character is just too good. Like, I can't do anything with it anymore. Um, There's obviously going to be exceptions to that rules people that are um like pro gamers might be able to school the shit out of me on it but otherwise if you get two evenly skilled players and you give one of them a level 85 character and the other one a level 62 character the 85 character is probably going to win that game well not probably they will because definitely they're evenly skilled um and so yeah that was one of my complaints last like i just i couldn't even play out of the gate everybody was 20 levels bigger than me um yeah for the most part i enjoyed what they were doing with the the my career storyline stuff they they did that awesome stuff where like you go undrafted and then you go into play in china and they had chinese commentators and like the atmosphere that sort of stuff was really well done and sort of like your journey from going through china back to the u.s and and then finally being picked up by a team um, with like Haley Joelsmond as your, I can't remember if your agent yeah. or your friend. He might have been your yeah. agent. Um, so like that stuff, it was has been a, a better storyline compared to back when they first implemented this stuff with 
Spike Lee and his crazy ghost friend that showed up at the end for whatever reason. Um, so, so yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed what I did this year. Uh, the basic gist of it is you start off as a college, um, a college player who's one of the, your teammates get in, gets injured and they basically like sort of cut him. Um, and he decides that to stand up for this, um, for this player and leave the, the college and go pursue a career elsewhere. And then it's sort of like your, um, your journey through getting drafted and you go through the draft combine and summer league and things like that. And so there's not as much crazy things happening in, in there. You, your coach is Idris Elba. Um, Rosario Dawson's in there. Um, somebody from Silicon Valley who I, I don't watch, but my wife walked in the room and was like, oh, that guy's from Silicon Valley. And I was like, okay. What's he look like? Blonde curly hair, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> kind of chunky? Yeah. No, no, no. Skinny dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like nerdy? Yeah, sure. No, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't watch it. And so, like, there's obviously NBA players that show up along the way and, and kind of interact with you and mentor you. Um, it's not super long, like... I guess the problem there is that if you're the type of person who just wants to play the basketball side of it, it could be a bit long, but otherwise you can skip all that stuff anyway. You just get straight to the games. But um, I really like where they've gone. You remember a couple of years back where I, I complained about you being a rookie and then playing for Team USA, which made yep. zero sense at all. So dumb. Um, hmm. So like they're, starting to focus a lot better on that that storyline stuff and it starts to make a bit more sense so i really like uh the my career this this year i've played a lot of it i'm about 12 or 13 games into the season um these are all like i i jack my quarters up as well i don't play i think what's yeah. the default is it three or four minutes i don't know four i jack them up to 12 minute, like full minute games 12 minute games i play the entire um you know four quarters 12 minutes um so that's, you know, it's more interesting for me. Uh, like, it feels like you get less game time if you're playing the shorter games. Oh, and so you're getting not as and much out of it. It's never scaled correctly, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you do get a salary for playing, which is a decent chunk. But I also, you're owning stuff like badges and, um, and VC on top of that as well to level up. And you're unlocking accolades and, and that sort of thing. And so that's a bit harder to sort of get towards if you're just playing these shorter matches uh so yeah i i am really enjoying the micro stuff they've streamlined a bunch of stuff in there that i did not like uh last year which 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 is not like something that just rocked up last year it was just the evolution of the neighborhood um that first year they introduced the neighborhood it was very like maze like it was kind of hard to sort of get around and you kind of get lost a little bit Last year, they moved it more to like a rectangle, really easy to find everything you wanted to get to. Um, this year, it's it's basically a very similar layout or if not exactly the same layout. looks like easily recognizable. I knew where everything was. Um, what I like about it now is that the gym is streamlined. You no longer have to go to the gym after every game and um, jump onto an exercise machine or anything like that in order to get bonuses uh now you can just do which is called it's called like a weekly workout 
And once you mark them off your checklist, then once all of those five checklists or five marks are being complete on this checklist, that's your weekly workout done and you get your boosts um, for the week. And that's, yeah, that'll like set a countdown on that timer and you don't have to go do them again, which is really good because I hated going to the gym after every game and being like, all right, I've got to do push-ups now for five or 10 minutes just to get that boost out of my character. Like you didn't have to, but you got something out of it. So why not go do it? Yeah. So that's been really streamlined. The uh, training has been streamlined as well. You no longer, like you can go to training from the main menu now when you're looking at your games, um, which is really handy right. as opposed to going to the neighborhood and then running over to the, um, the training facility. So that's, that's, that's something that I really like. Um, they have given you the option now to, when you start off, you sort of given coach drills and you work your way through those coaching drills and eventually get to a point where you can go and do your own drills and be like, all right, I want to work on my, um, my free throw shooting, or, um, I'm trying to get, you know, this specific badge and I want to go work on getting more points built into that. And so you can go do that sort of stuff. Like, um, if you're, I don't know if you've gotten all the badges for your shooting, your your defense or finishing, then there's no point, I guess, doing drills for that. You kind of want to go find other things and then work on those badges and whatnot. So yeah, it's it's a lot better. Um, sort of like the downtime in between the games, they've kind of sped that up a little bit, which is which I really like about it. Um, what else was there? Man, all of this just makes me think that if VC was free, yeah. This would be one of the best games. Yeah. And it, that's a problem, like, right? It would be... They're yeah, stuck. It'd, it'd be unstoppable. Because they've... Remember when they first put this in there and it was in a menu at the back somewhere that you couldn't find and now it's just plastered all over the game and they can't get rid of it because it's their biggest... It's like 2K's biggest game every year. Yeah. It just makes them so much money. Um, but it's so... It, it is... It is like cancerous mm. it is a cancer on the nba 2k franchise yeah. because the the longer it goes and the more it gets fed the more it insidiously feeds into every other part of it and it impacts it all like the whole game is balanced around vc now like entirely balanced around vc yeah. and the concept of gaining vc and so everything you do is now, like, by default, mm-hmm. fucked. Uh, because it it's designed to make you want to earn more VC or play more of this or whatever the fuck. They're using, like, psychological tricks to encourage you to, yeah, want to play more outside of your normal play habits. When like without with if vc didn't make them millions of dollars that wouldn't be an issue they would want you to play the amount that you wanted to play they would want you to feel like what you were getting out of the game yeah. was a sense of pride and accomplishment uh to borrow a phrase from ea um but they they would want you to feel like what you're getting out of the game was actually what you wanted to get out of the game as opposed to now the pursuit of VC is everything, and yeah, they, it's entirely balanced on how on getting you to play more. Yeah, 
And so, yeah, you don't level up your character as much as you probably should. Um, you don't, you can't buy fucking shirts. You can't get a fucking haircut or whatever the fuck, right? Like, all of that stuff is utterly cooked. Like, if if you couldn't buy VC, then wagering VC in a battle against someone else, I think that'd be fucking sick, right? If VC wasn't worth money, yeah, and it was then I would... Yeah. Yeah, like it used I would to be. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I, I would I would put up all my VC that I would beat you in a fucking basketball game. Uh every single day of the week. You Maybe or... not now. Yeah, me. No, not in real life, <laughs> Dickhole, in NBA. Um uh, Maybe not now that my passing is not working at the moment. But once I worked out how to pass again, yeah. I would That's fucking it. smash your ass. Uh yeah, like, yeah, it's... But because it's worth money, yeah, it is gross gambling bullshit. It is microtransactions, like, predatory microtransactions. It's it's all this kind of shit that shouldn't fucking exist in a AAA $90 game. Mm. Yeah, and that's the thing is that... Uh, so one of the, like, main things they've changed this year is the, the MyPlayer Builder. Um, I don't know if you had a look at this, but... A couple of years back, they introduced things like archetypes, uh, archetypes that you could kind of um, set up for your character and whatnot. <clears throat> and you kind of choose like a pre-built character and be like, oh, you know, they'd be good at shooting or they'd be a slasher type um, archetype or something like that. So this time there's a lot more freedom in terms of what type of character you want to build. And right. now you can be like, all right, I want to max out like all my finishes and like there's my maximum that I can put it's not not saying that that's where you'll start but that's the maximum amount of points you can put in there once you get to 99 or whatever it is um, so now you can actually tweak all of those values and set up however you want it's all, all very um, like customizable as opposed to some of the other years they've done it so that's good yeah. but in saying that if you get to a point in the game where you don't like the way your character is built. As far as I'm aware, you can't do like a um, like a reset. You've got to go and start a new character oh. again. And so there's nice. like another world. Do I want to start a new character? Or do I stick with the one that I've already got? So um, do I want to spend the money to jump back up to where I was before? Uh, so maybe that's somewhere they can look at. Being able to reset and tinker around with your your stats or your player builds or that sort of thing. But I guess that then becomes a problem of maybe people trying to figure out what the like min max certain stats. And cause you saw that, you see that every year with like people going for certain builds of characters and trying to figure out what's the best and what's not. Um, so yeah, that was one thing that I liked that they've changed, but it's sort of wasting up things up on the other end. Um, some of the other changes they've made that I really like is uh, the defensive changes are really good. I think they've um, one of the things I've noticed is they've got a little mark, like an indicator on the bottom of a player now. If you're a really good defender, it'll show you yep. which way the other person that you're defending is going to move. Um, and that just depends on their defensive capabilities. So if someone is going to run to the right, there'll be a little indicator that shows beneath their feet like which way they're moving and which direction they're going. So it means that you can quickly adapt to their movement um, and like get in, like step in front of them before they can get around you. So that's a, that's like a nice way of 
I guess, showing a player's IQ or basketball IQ, like their defensive capabilities, like giving you an advantage over yeah. them because you get more, like they're a better defender. Um, and the other yeah. thing I like is, and I don't think they've done this before, but the um, the circle underneath them changes when you can steal the ball. I've always been shit at stealing the ball. Um, but now it actually shows you when you should try and steal the ball. Doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get it, but here's a good point to try and go for a steal. And that's good. And, and, and that generally works well when you're up against a player who's fatigued or... Um, you know, you've probably got a better chance of getting both of them. So I'm doing, I'm stealing the ball a lot more than what I have in previous years because generally, I n- I've never like been good at it. Um, so I don't put stats yeah. into it. But now I'm like, ah, oh, the game's telling me when it's a good time to try and steal the ball. I'm gonna go try and do for do that. So that's um, something that I, I, uh, I really like. And I talked about um, uh, player movement is something they've changed a little bit. They've put a bunch of like dribbling styles in the game now there's like 20 or 30 different types of dribbling styles they've got actual um like just standard ones they've kind of set up but they've also got like your your um just your all-stars there's a couple of them in there like the way that they move and handle the ball um like you can specifically see the way they do it and and, uh so you can do a lot better dribbling with your left and right stick now using those combinations which is which is really good um what else is there that I really like they've changed? I feel like the defensive stuff is what I've noticed the most while I've been playing um, in the game. But otherwise, like I'm really enjoying... <laughs> Have you noticed there's been a... I, I, fucking, I reckon I get one... There's one illegal screen call a game. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. But there's a fucking ton. Nah, I'm not uh, getting any of that. And it's never... It's, I'm, not setting, I'm not setting the screens either. Like It's the AI setting the screen. Right. And yeah. There'll be a fucking illegal. I, Is it Andrew I Bogan? I think I sit screening. <laughs> um, I reckon I, I reckon I, I've seen one illegal screen. The entire rest of my NBA 2K fucking life, yeah. and I've seen fucking I reckon eight or nine of them so far in NBA 2K20. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Right. Um. There's a fucking lot of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've not seen no, nothing like that. My um, One of my complaints last year was... Oh, sorry, I'll, I'll talk about something else first. The uh, the way that you draft in my career, I like it a lot better. You're no longer being like, you're trying to go for the number one draft pick. That's like completely scrapped now. There's a, there's a draft section, but again, it's like pick your top three teams and these teams are interested in you. And if you get the team you want, then good on you. Because... Um, I guess like there's situations where and the Lakers are a good example of them not having top draft picks this year, right? And so if you yep, want to play yep. for your favorite team, you can't do that because they're not in the draft picks. Uh, and so now yep. it's just like you just pick your favorite teams and you might get into them. So that's what I did this year. Um, that's pretty cool. And uh, so going back to my complaint from last year was that I was playing as a small forward and for whatever reason last year, Every time at the end of the game, LeBron James was on the bench. Couldn't figure out why, but he would always be on the bench. And I, meanwhile, I'm playing and, you know, I'm a good player. But also, like, someone else on my team will be playing who is not as good as LeBron James. Like, LeBron can play fucking 1-4 to four or 1-5, to five, whatever he wants to play. He can play point guard if he wants to. Just stick him in wherever you want. It's LeBron James. Yep. That's still happening yep. this year. And I don't know why. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm finishing <laughs> my games and LeBron James is on the bench 
while Avery Bradley's playing as a shooting guard with two points. And I'm like, why are you on? Yeah, I just don't know what's going on with these rotations. Um, maybe I can go in and change the coaching settings so that they don't. I've played a lot of games with the fucking Lakers so far in 2K20. They're stupid. Brad- Bradley's fucking. Bradley, like, the bench is fucking. Oh, it's dumb. Because they, they've got Dwight like, Howard in shit. there, and you've got Dwight Howard and Boogie yeah. Cousins. It's stupid, that yeah, team. Yeah, Boogie's not injured. So, yeah, he's not uh, injured. Yeah. He, he actually got injured in my, <laughs> my game. He did something to oh. his knee for two weeks, and he got out. Right. But Dwight's a beast. <laughs> like, he goes off. Um, yeah. Yeah, their, their team in NBA is actually pretty pretty decent. They've got some good players. But that's like, yeah, the LeBron James thing, I don't know what is going on with that. This is second year straight. I've noticed that. That shouldn't happen. Yeah. It's just a dumb, right. like, you, you don't have the best, one of the best players in the world on the bench. While, like, um, a 77 or, a, a, like, a mid-70s is, like, playing shooting guards. Like, what do they call it? Loading? Loading? Yeah. Uh, minute loading or whatever it is. I want to play yeah. with LeBron James, but I can't. Maybe I shouldn't have played power, yeah. a small forward. Maybe I should have picked a point guard or something. Um, should have been a point guard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... I don't know. I'm really digging my career. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm. Yep. I, I think it's better than last year. They've tidied up a lot of stuff. I still hate all the VC things that are tied into it. Um, I, yep. I tried a, a little bit of my team today, and um, mm. my team is the one where you get the cards, like card packs, and you unwrap oh, okay, yep. players and whatnot. Yep. I've got a stupid amount of good players at the moment. Right. Um, and then you take those teams, these like fantasy teams, and you put them up into challenges and you play uh, specific scenarios or you play against pre-built teams and you try and get rewards out of them and whatnot. That again, yeah. exploitative. A lot of it is tied to um, earning contracts for players and, and loading contracts back onto these cards or just like buying cards flat out. There's an auction house in the game. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I like the idea and the concept of it. I still like playing it, but again, it's still wrapped in money. Like, it's it's not cool. Um, w- it's just their version of full, right? yeah. FIFA. Yeah. Uh, WNBA is in there this year. That's awesome. Uh, women's basketball. You can play as any of those teams if you want. Like, it's a really good yeah, move. That's right. They've added a bunch of extra, um, like, uh, what are they? Not, like Hall of Fame teams, not Hall of Fame teams. What do you call them? What? Like, like your your oh, Bulls, like your. Um, I think the with the Miami Heat, what legacy teams? Yeah, those sort of teams. They've been. They were no, there. they've added more, like a bunch of extra ones oh, right. from the last couple of years are in there now. Um, I haven't tried my GM or my league, but I've seen some screenshots of it. It looks like they've changed a lot in that, so I'm keen to jump in and mess around with that one but haven't had a chance yet because I've just been so like hooked on my career just playing that every night it's been a lot of fun um, yeah I'm really I'm really enjoying it this year I think it's really good I'm sort of amped to see what happens next year with next gen consoles coming and what they uh, they do with that and how different that game looks or if it's just going to kind of be like a step in between and then the next one's going to be a, a big change um Otherwise, like I, I, I would say that if I was reviewing it, I'm not because the game came too late. Um, that uh, I'd probably review it higher this year. Probably not a lot higher. Yeah. But yep. 
there's always going to be that I'm always going to mark down because of the VC stuff. That's just how it's going to go. I don't like that system. So that's yeah. always going to be a negative for me. Um, but I think the basketball mm. in general is a lot better this year. Uh, I'm not having those issues last year where I was like setting um, like you'd switch on players. Like if someone set a screen, the, the player would be like switch, switch, switch. And then like you'd go to switch and the other player wouldn't switch. They'd stay on the same. Like I'm not having any of that stuff this year because that drove me fucking nuts last year when I was reviewing it. Um, because you, you auto, like you lose a chunk of your progress because yeah. Ah, oh, you're telling me to do something and you didn't do it. Super frustrating. Yeah. That's not happening this year. So that's good. Overall, not not as annoyed this year in the gameplay. Like I'm not finding stuff where I'm like, this is really pissing me off. I've not had like any of those moments this year, which is which is really good. So I don't know, man. I'm really enjoying it. So I think it's cool. a good game. Red. Gears of War. Oh sorry. Gears five. Gears 5, uh, yeah, um, can't, I can't bring myself to go back to the campaign, I just fucking hate it, um, but I was saying last week that I try out the other modes, and we tried out the other modes, uh, over the fucking, across the Pacific, mm. uh, we played some Escape, and we played some Horde, and, uh, Escape's pretty, crap, pretty disappointing to be honest, <laughs> it's yeah, it's pretty bad, like, it's underwhelming, eh, like, I expected more, uh, a lot more than what it was, but um, yeah, it was just sort of, bleh. um, you sort of go through like it's not as uh dynamic as I thought it was was going to be. Like the maps seem pretty fucking, pretty stringent, like pretty structured. Like you just sort of going through the same sort of areas over and over. It just again. looks like a different paint job. Yeah, it's 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 it that's exactly it like it's it's a different paint job and the only thing that's dynamic is the enemy layouts but even they're not that that varied you've still got a pretty uh like pretty even power build as you find more and more stuff um you start off with no weapon like with just a pistol and you go around and you gotta try and get a weapon and you've only got like fucking six bullets so that's you know a bit of a challenge or whatever but then, yeah, you go out and you fucking get more guns. Probably the biggest challenge in it is, like, having enough fucking yeah, bullets. Yeah, ammo management. Uh, but, yeah, like, once you've mastered that, you bump it up a difficulty level and then slightly more complex ammo management. Mm. But roughly that's about all there is to it. Like, this, it just doesn't seem... There's not, not, not really any depth to it because the layouts are roughly the same every time yep. with like a paint job and yeah there's different enemies who gives a fuck it doesn't fucking matter um, yeah you've got a, a slightly longer way to go for the difficulty ramp up but who cares yep. right like it doesn't matter fuck it just fucking you do what you gotta do uh, it was like there were some hairy moments and mildly exciting stuff but like I mean, even the yeah, map layouts like, aren't interesting. They're just so bland. And, like, it's a fucking corridor with a couple of, yeah, like, cover pieces for the most part. Yeah. Um, and that's where I was kind of disappointed is I thought it was going to be more like the Division, uh, their horde mode, where it was like, and this is basically, I'm, this is sort of their idea. They've tried to do something similar. Like, oh, it's moving horde mode. But theirs is done so well with, like, 
getting points and then unlocking other areas that give you different weapons and then enemies getting harder and then like the actual levels having um, like verticality and that sort of thing. And this is just literally a corridor you're running down with gas chasing you. Um, I like that idea to try and make you like hurry along and that sort of thing. Yeah. But the, it's just the levels and the, they're not interesting. Or the gameplay mechanic no. is not interesting at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just a kind of like yeah, a waste of waste of time really. Like I think Nate, I think Nate was the one who said it. Like he was looking at his stats. He's like, "Did we really fucking play seven chapters of Escape?" And uh, I'm like, "Uh," and he's like, "That is, I am fucking embarrassed for us." Um, mm. like he he was like, "How could we waste that much time?" It turns out chapters are. Oh my god. Mm. Fucking hay fever, man. Fuck. Do you get hay fever in San Fran? Not yet. Not yet? No. Like, you would have dodged it, Maybe. right? Like, I think he dodged it this time. Because yeah. he, I know you used to get it. Fuck oh, yeah. I got, I got boxes of tablets, I take. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, it's, but it's still not enough, right? Like, I think I need. And I've also got two yeah, cats, yeah. so that doesn't help. That's true. Mm. Um,. But yeah, no, the chapters are, you got two chapters per run and when you up the difficulty, it adds an extra chapter on. Um, so we did seven because we did extra difficulties. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, that was just fucking dull. Yeah. Horde mode, on the other hand, Gears 5 Horde mode is best in class. It's the best version of Horde I've played. Um, assuming we're not counting Left 4 Dead as a series, as a Horde game, sure. um, which I'm not. Um, yeah, no, this is, this is the best I have ever seen. You didn't play the division though, did you? No, I didn't play. I think that one's better. Really? Because I like the idea of, of you moving to different areas and like spending points to get upgrades or different weapons and things like that. That, this isn't, that sounds more like COD zombies to me. Uh, horn mode is plonking down in one spot. And fighting off everything you can. Yeah. I mean, this is... Whereas COD Zombies is that sort of progressively more challenging and challenging, like unlocking more areas, constantly moving type stuff, like buying new weapons and buying the items you need mm. to power up and all that kind of stuff. That's That definitely sounds more like COD Zombies. I think there's less like running sort of kiting <laughs> in the Division stuff as well. Right. To me, it just seems like it's a, it's a less mobile game, right? Like, yeah, but like, what have they done that's different in Horde mode this year? In Gears Five, yeah. I I just think it's like with all the enemy types, uh, and you know the, I, I don't really remember Gears Four. We we definitely play. Oh, I played some with Nate. We did, we one hundred percent played it because it was a fucking hundred gig download. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, like and I downloaded it specifically for Horde mode, but yeah, the addition of like Jack and um, yeah, the the different enemy types and like the sheer amount of stuff that you can do makes it really feel like a uh, tower defense game that you are like boots on the ground in, which I think is, in my opinion, you know what the promise of um horde mode has always been you know that it's always been to sort of 
reach for the stars is a tower defense game that is as good as tower defense yeah. is. And I think Gears 5 Horde comes real far. Sure. I just don't think they've changed the formula enough to... Like, it feels like last year's, except they've changed... Now there's uh, now there's roles people have. That seems like the only significant change, and it, we. I think that's huge. I mean, it's not a big deal. It just means now that like, oh, you can't build stuff anymore. Now this other person can build stuff. Like I'm a tank. I have no fucking clue what that means, other than I can buy perks, which your ultimate charges when you take damage. Right. Assault class not- ultimate charges when they do headshots. I think. Yeah. Like, Assault and Tank, yeah, those classes are pretty useless, but there's Support and there's Engineer, and those are pretty fucking interesting. Support is Jack, obviously, the robot. Yeah. Uh, Who is useless. I 100%, I 100% guarantee you that we lo- we would have lost that fucking... We would have failed at literally at level 50, <laughs> at round 50, uh, if we didn't have Jack. Um, yeah. Like... No, I think it's it's a brilliant way to, to change shit up because it makes you like really rethink what you're doing in the game. Like it, it took us a while to fucking work out, but like that it was fucking exciting and we worked it out and like we put it together. Like it was long, um, definitely. Mm. Uh, what I'd like mostly is when you make a custom game and uh, you set it up. I would like, and you started on level and wave twenty five or 30 or 31 um i would like an extra fucking minute to actually put stuff together yeah because it if you'd spent the entire fucking hour and a half to get to round 30 uh you would have successfully set up your base correctly but instead it gives you fucking sixty thousand credits and it's like try and spend these in 10 seconds dickheads because fucking robots are coming um yeah you're like it's like fuck you try and skip some waves you bitch yeah. uh and then you're like oh god um yeah you haven't got a fucking hope of setting anything up in time no um, especially when like uh you're you're running around and trying to pick up all the um the leftover sort of points that have fallen on the ground and then also go to the the excavators, whatever the hell they are, and, and those use those, taps. yeah, the taps. and Yeah, um, yeah just the downtime seems to... Like, maybe if there was a system in there that you could initiate, like at the start of the game, where it's like, press the button to start the wave, but maybe there was more time or something like that, um, so that you could start yeah. strategizing a bit more. Um, yeah, it's can be a bit rough sometimes. It- puts you in a, a precarious position from the outset but playing from level one is fine you just have to be prepared to spend three hours playing the fucking game <laughs> yeah that was uh not what i expected <laughs> to happen but it was good fun um yeah I, I i loved it so i played as jack uh who is uh if you if you know gears he is gears five you don't he's a robot mm. uh he floats around uh he can't shoot he can't pick up or he can pick up guns we can't wield guns mm-hmm. he picks up guns to deliver them to other people or, or to put them into the gun forge to break them down for points um his primary use is to heal people uh to tase enemies because they, they get stunned yeah. unless they are like large like super large 
pick up the if boss. They're super, if they're massive enemies, then it doesn't fucking matter. He, they, like, he sort of very slowly damages them. Um, uh, so heal people, tase enemies, and to repair shit. Uh, his yeah, literally a stay on base and make shit happen, like fix shit up, keep everything going. Class, uh, he's invisible. Uh, or he goes invisible when he's not being attacked or attacking. Um, he, or when he's when he sprints, he's not invisible either. Um, he has an ultimate ability that allows him to take over a um, an enemy, an enemy, but not a again not a massive, uh, only of a certain size. And can, um, wait, can you um, can you do that from? Like, is it a certain distance? Like, could you do that sitting in cover? You got to be pretty close, right? You so, can you get shot close. while you're in the he other goes person? Oh, okay. Again. Um, and what else? I think that's about it. Yeah, heals. Ah, heals, repairs, takes over an enemy, uh, and doesn't need to use the same pathways as everyone else because he sort of floats over shot. Sure. Um, so yeah, he's quite mobile but yeah his damage output is abysmal um and yeah he's uh, a fascinating additional character for them to add to the to the mix because he really changes the way you think about how you're playing like when we were first playing i had no idea what the fuck i was doing because i went it decided to be jack as a fucking joke mm. and by the end of the game, Jack like having Jack was literally saving our fucking bacon, like critical to our success because he very quickly heals. Uh, very like he's able to sort of scoot past enemies uh, to get the res up um, quickly, uh, repairing shit. The only problem that Jack has is that for some reason, as far as I can tell. He's um, he doesn't draw from the he he only uses his own repair units to like he can only spend his own units his own credits on stuff he can't spend from the yeah the fabricator yeah he can't spend from the fabricator's like, amount yeah. uh, which means that he really desperately needs uh, to basically hoover up any ex- excess fucking points and that's fine when i'm talking to you and nate because we're in discord together but we've got two other people playing with us mm. and uh they are just running over and getting as many credits as they can but does that work the same with the engineer class for repairing and and no no the repairs for the engineer seem to go straight out of the fucking yeah. fabricator. i don't know how my tank stuff works as well if, if it's just out of my own pocket or what tank stuff well the tank has perks he can apply or she can apply yeah they don't cost anything no they do they cost you to level up cost you points to level up oh right yeah 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 yeah. no I get you yeah no I think that comes out of your own person yeah if it's if it's like Jack it's that's out of your person yeah um yeah but uh no it's uh yeah it's a really cool cool idea and yeah we literally so it's 50 waves uh our horde mode goes for 50 waves and we got to wave 50 and all four p 
people. All four other people except for Jack went down. And uh, it was up to your old pal Jobo as Jack to go and res everyone. And I got everyone back up. Mm. And I got fucking... I killed a big fucking... Big fucking bad guy that was fucking everyone. Uh, took over a fucking dude with the chainsaw... Uh, sorry, the saw blade. Circular saw blade shooting gun. Whatever the fuck that's called. I can't remember. The Buzz saw. I think. Buzzsaw. Uh, Buzzsaw. I took over a Buzzsaw elite guy. And then I walked him into the fucking uh, water when he was... When I was just about to finish. So he'd immediately die. Like... I was all over the place. Got MVP in round 50. We finished. We won. I got fucking eight levels. We got a lot of Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was fucking epic. It It felt like it was an awesome It took us about 30 levels to figure out how to upgrade anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was rough. Because you got to pick it up and then press R. Like, as an engineer, because we played a couple of games later... And I was playing as an engineer instead. And as an engineer, none of that shit is intuitive. Like pressing C to pick shit up again Mm. and R. And like fucking the keyboard layout for that shit is dumb. Like just real dumb. Um, So yeah. Uh, It's a good, like it's a really good PC port in a lot of ways. But yeah, it's clearly maps for controls and they're like oh we're gonna put it on keyboard and they're like just fuck it yeah. up. And they just fucking all the <laughs> icons look the same how many hand in the fucking keyboard all right. fair enough <laughs> yeah um no it's fucking rad i loved it I, I love it to bits like i will continue to play it and it seems to work i don't know what it's like for you but it seems to work pretty well uh, across the uh it was working well i think the problem comes to when we turned up the difficulty um right I felt like I was dying super quickly without realizing I was getting hit. Like I did get hit and then like immediately go down. And I don't know if that was like a lag thing uh, where yeah. I just like on you. No, there was something fucky with that map. Eh? I don't think we should not. We won't do that map ever again. They were shooting me through cover a lot. But I would like, just go down like lot. instantly. I felt like. Yeah. So I think what was happening is you were getting shot while you were in cover because um, they were sh- they were I don't know they had some mythical angle mm. um, and it would super bullet you you know how Battlefield used to have that problem with the super bullets where a little bit of decent could mean all the bullets would come at yeah. once um, yeah I think that's all well, because you're the but, host on my end I feel like I'm getting shot but on your end I'm actually already being shot at <laughs> and then so by the time it registers yeah. that I'm being shot at I'm down I'm like oh, okay cool because um, that happened a lot on that that harder one where I'm like I just I can't even move every time I'm I get like I feel like I'm getting one shot every time I pop out um so maybe I don't know maybe it was the map I mean the other thing is we were doing it on a harder difficulty and we only three had people. fucking three yeah, people I've got a lot of that footage uh, I can put up <laughs> nice um it was like it was fun the AI awful those robots man I fucking hate them <laughs> oh my lord they're fucked like just do, like those robots combined with having fucking garbage weapons and not having upgraded any of your perks or anything. Yeah. Like, and only three of us. Yeah. And yeah, being two people down. Big yikes. Um, but yeah. Anyway. We, we, I think we got like our starting sequence pretty well down pat. We were able to get through a couple of levels. It was just... You just get minced again uh, as soon as you ran out of fucking ammo. 
uh, and you weren't able to like we weren't able to really cycle through the ammo very well because normally you'd have at least one person like at least getting some guns into the fucking weapons locker yeah yeah Yeah, it's just hard with three people you're missing two people and it's a lot of damage it's a lot of yeah I don't know if you were doing perks at all but I wasn't no so I know we were definitely taking more damage than we probably should have been yeah and and the other thing was my audio my headphones kept cutting out I don't know why I've not had any problems while we were playing and uh, yeah my audio just kept cutting out the entire time I don't know if it was like a Wi-Fi issue but whatever um so I've been playing the campaign as well. I started the campaign. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan. Like, again, it just feels like more gears to me. Like, there's nothing sort of new that they've introduced other than the open-worldness of those areas, like the hub worlds. But they don't really add a lot to the game. It just feels like uh, there's some side missions and you're kind of just doing the same things you're doing normally anyway. It's just killing a bunch of stuff and finding things like fetch questy stuff type of stuff um and it's like all right now you're in the ice area and now you're in the desert area uh yeah just doesn't like i got nba and i'm like more than happy to keep playing that like at the moment i'm not interested in going back to gears 5 campaign it just hasn't really connected with me i just don't really care about story um that too that much so I, I actively hate half the characters. And yeah. Like, you look at... you. All you need to do is look at the way that God of War reinvented itself this year, last year. And then, like, what has changed in Gears over the years? Like, it's, it's basically the same... It's a cover game, like, and... You, it's a cover shooter with burly dudes doing right. machismo grunty bullshit and then like Gears 5 the biggest set pieces happen in cutscenes it's like well of what I've played happen in cutscenes yeah right and yeah sure maybe down the track the big ones but this is Gears 5 you're supposed to start big and build to something crazy not fucking start me back like reset me back to fucking nothing and then build to the same big thing that I've seen in every game yeah gears yeah the previous the active reload system like that needs to change I don't know why it's still up in the corner of the screen that is such a disconnect for the player of being like taking your eyes off of the action and looking at the top right hand corner of the screen and trying to nail that sweet spot and then looking back at the action again it just feels like such an old outdated system of like there's better ways to do that. And they haven't even tried. Like, that could be... Um, like how Control does, like, the ammo system below the crosshair. They could do something similar. Or have it, like, in your peripheral. Like, there's no yep. reason why I should have to move my eye line to a, the corner of the screen and take my focus off the action just so that I can get, yep. like, the, the active reload correct. Um Obviously, you're going to get to a point maybe where you act, you don't have to do that anymore and you would know by just the timing of it. But the weapons, they're yeah. all different. All the weapons are different. They're not in the same spot. Some of the weapons take longer to reload. Some of them don't take as long, like the submachine guns. Um, yeah, and it's just like a after how many... Is this is the sixth game, sixth or seventh game. 
in the series, and it's still in the same. It's still in the same spot. They haven't changed it at all. I think the only change they've made is that now, when you do the active reload, it does it for all the ammo instead of whatever was left in the chamber, because that was a thing, right? At some stage, and that's being changed now. Now it just doesn't yeah, for all the ammo. It's, it's the timer. No, it's it's a t- it's timer. Oh, it's timer based. Yeah, that's what that little thing yeah. is. So I'm yeah. just like, they just haven't. Like, that's a very small change they've made. Like, think of a better way to implement that system so that my focus is not taken away from all the cool shit that's happening on the screen rather than looking at the bottom top right-hand corner. It's so dumb. And I think that was a fine system when we were playing in 720p. Sure. But now we're all playing in fucking Uh, 1440p. Like, yeah. It just doesn't work anymore. Like, there's so much more it's squished further out like yeah when my screen was fucking this Mm. big and it took up fucking a tenth of it yeah fair enough but now it's taken up a fucking 25th of it it's it's a significant distraction um i don't have that big a problem like i i surprisingly still have the fucking muscle memory for the lancer um i hit it without even fucking thinking i mean um, you can definitely reload it at the right spot but there's always that little sweet spot you want to try and get as well for the bonus yeah, that's that that's the active reload yeah. yeah i can still hit that without even looking on the on the lancer i've not had any problems with that uh i don't think they changed it at all it's like four but different yeah, with the other again. weapons you pick up fucking other <laughs> weapons and you're like i'm gonna have to look i'm gonna have to watch this one yeah yeah, yeah i just think that could do with a overhaul like there's better ways to have that hard like implemented on the screen a bit better um so yeah i just it just feels like gears of war again and they haven't really pushed the series in any like meaningful direction um even things like uh at the start of the game they do this tutorial and it looks like i don't know why there's a tutorial in there i wish you could skip it i don't know if you can but I couldn't fucking... It just chucked me straight into the tutorial. But, like, why is that not implemented into the game? Why do you have to put me into, like, a, an actual tutorial of, like... Oh, boot Yeah, camp, it's so right? disconnected from everything yeah, else. I skipped it. Um, I skipped it. So that's dumb. Um, yep. Yeah, I just don't think they have done It's enough. one of their five modes as well. No, it's definitely not. No, but they're boasting about having five modes. Yeah. And the five modes are... Boot camp. Escape, Horde, uh, PvP, Campaign, and Bootcamp. Yeah. Fucking. Yikes. I like that there's a um, a previously on Gears, like, to catch up on oh, the yeah. story. It's obviously been a couple of yeah, years since that's, that's happened. Um, and so my memory is not uh, the best. But, like, I can remember that, like, I don't care about there was the a cliffhanger with the Queen and whatnot and the grandmother and that sort of thing like i know that stuff but the intricate details that they kind of tell you in that is is really good uh but yeah I, like i i'm the game's fine but i mean you've released this at this is a tentpole release for xbox and i expected more yep. from them uh, i don't agree with the review scores that are out there i would have re- probably given it a lot lower than what it is i think it's a fine yep. game it's not an 8.5 um yeah, like the, this is the scores that Control was given. I would give, I don't know. I think Control should be higher than an eight point five. Personally, if you're given Gears an eight point five, so um, yeah, that's just weird for me to sort of 
draw those two comparisons like control all right buddy let it go just let it go okay don't get upset about control um oh my god so yeah i just don't think gears 5 has done much to sort of advance the formula or do anything different to what they did last time around or you were pretty quick to discount some of the fucking changes to horde mode though to be fair you know the class system is pretty good and jack is pretty great and you're just like not fucking I would have liked this, them to uh, see more, like, more stuff so. with the building or like more options or anything like that. It's just, this seems like it's all the same crap again. Yeah. It's, it's similar, but like the, the like that's the formula. That's how it fucking functions. Yeah, but like update the formula. It's been escape the should have been like two, two or three. But like tower defense operates the same as it always what has. What I'm saying like, is where's my horde battle rail, Job? That's what I want. What I'm saying is, why is Dota 2 still a MOBA <laughs> when it should have evolved into something else by now? Uh, um, yep. yep. All right. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That should is we do it. Some news? Um, let's do some news. Uh, Trials Rising yep. is headed to Australia with the Crash and Sunburn DLC. $18 Australian, $12 USD. Uh, who named this this DLC? Was it Australia or was it someone else? I don't know. Maybe it's in honor of you, Crash. Uh, maybe. Hey, yeah. am I sunburned? A little bit. I'm not that. Like I'm, I'm a bit pink. Yeah. Uh, I did marry a ginger, right. so I've got a different idea. Maybe of what she is. Like. Uh, so uh, this is a question I asked them when we first played it. Like, look at this giant Rob map you've got here. Why is Australia not on it? And now we know why. Now we know. Now we know. Mm. Uh, or maybe they just panicked and implemented yeah, it because, because I said you so. Asked them. Yep. Uh, I uh, I fell off on Trials Rising pretty quick, to be honest. Right. Um, I thought I'd because uh, it got grindy towards yeah. the uh, the end part. It did. Yeah. Um, which is disappointing, but um, yeah. I'll go back in and see if we can out, get it. I, I thought I read this was part of the Uplay Plus, possibly, the DLC. Not um, 100% sure. But from what I understand, right. like all their games are in Uplay Plus. That's what Nate was saying, right? Yeah. So it's basically just any That's game. Right. Was it $15 a month, Australian? Around there? Uh, something like that, yeah. Oh, shit, I have to look it up. But you can get in the, the free pretty um like trial period I, I was trying to think of a different word to trial because we're talking about a game called trials but yeah. uh it is a trial period so yeah 15 dollars a month um, that's us i'm just watching this trailer and this looks a lot of it looks real similar like a lot of the backgrounds and oh, stuff okay. don't look all that different no? Is, is there oh, no okay. rock? No, we're getting some interesting parts now, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just looks pretty fucking trialsy, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Trials fans, get into Go, it. go, go. Uh, I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger-licking good dating simulator. Yep. Is that the name of the uh, whole thing? This- that is the name of the game. Um, 
KFC is making a fucking dating simulator. And uh, I think we've got to... I think we've got to play it. Like, How, Who's publishing it? I ex- explicitly hate uh, dating simulators as a genre. Uh, it is being created by um, PSYOP and is being published by... Uh, KFC. Right, but how do we get a code? Is what I'm saying. Do we actually it's have free. to call? Oh, it's free. It's oh, free, okay. and it will be out on Steam on to the 24th of September. Uh, yeah. Uh, I reckon we we got a chicken challenge. It. You, what are you gonna do? Do you have a KFC? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. It'll be that shitty American KFC too. Yeah, I've I've had KFC here once before. But this one might be better. Like, I've had LA KFC, I think. Right. Which and it was, it, garbage. It was garbage, yeah. I'm going to have to try and find some. Oh, there's one nearby. Uh, it's a 2.9 rated. Mm. Cool. Great. Yeah, it's probably bad. Uh, meanwhile, my local KFC is still fucking terrible. But, like, good, good food. Mm. Like, they're terrible at their jobs. Right. But... <laughs> They're still delivering high quality KFC. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Professor Dog steps in to settle the class down and get set some ground rules. There's a lot to unpack here. Hey, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to eat KFC and play this game. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, there was an, there was already a KFC game that I tried to play before this episode. Um, before recording right. uh, it's it's an Oculus game uh, and it's a like a training simulator but it's more like a KFC escape room uh, so I downloaded Revive so I can play Oculus games but uh, it's not 100% it doesn't fully allow you to play every single game that needs to be supported and unfortunately the KFC game was not supported so right. couldn't play it uh, got it Apparently, it needs full room scale anyway. There's no way to move except you move. Uh, so, it probably wouldn't work in my room anyway. Mm. Um, and I was looking into it. They made a romance novel as well. A KFC romance novel. Cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, if you were all the way in, you could probably read some of that. Yeah. Um, you know, if you really wanted to... Here, I got some excerpts. Uh, He was tall, dressed like a sailor with a striped linen shirt and woolen peacoat crushed with sea salts. His hair was light and fair, framing his head in airy curls, and the eyes that stared back at her were almost the exact colour of the sea. That's pretty Hmm. good. And uh, apparently it's not erotica. Uh, To call their affair passionate was an understatement. Sometimes it seemed as though the two of them had made love to each other and they tried to do so at every given opportunity. Their eyes would meet the instant he walked into the tavern as if he could, as if they could feel each other. In that instant, a, a spark would light and grow quickly into a raging inferno deep within them. There's not a lot of KFC shit in here. Like, I'm disappointed by the complete... Like, where are the chicken analogies? You know? Uh, yes, I'm a colonel. Yes, I'm fabulously rich. I am a magnet. 
a magnate rather, of the restaurant in industry, my dear. The king of an empire that I built with my bare hands. All right, so at least there's some reference to KFC. Uh, apparently the colonel himself was not a fan of what KFC became, but nobody gives a fuck, you fucking old bitch. <laughs> fuck you, you old bitch, colonel. Uh, anyway, that's, that's it. Up. Uh, the iPhone 11 was announced with a bunch of different models. Um, but on top of that, the important thing is Apple Arcade is launching next week. And we've right. got it for 499 USD or seems like unconfirmed pricing in Australia is 799 at the moment. Um, right. This is their, uh, their video game subscription service where you pay a, a monthly fee and you get a selection of games to choose from. Upwards of over a hundred, I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, which and I guess you know because of the nature of how they play, uh, they won't be uh, microtransaction filled or anything, right? Like, so yeah. it's not a bad, not a bad idea mm. um, if you're using the old iPad as a babysitter, yeah. uh, which I know my little brother does, uh, loves. Uh, exit the gungeon is coming into Apple Arcade as yep. well, which is the uh, the sequel to Enter the Gungeon, yep. which obviously we've talked about on this before, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, um, be interesting to see how that <clears throat> impacts the mobile games world. I like the landscape. Maybe we'll be able to find more games that we can play instead of just empires and puzzles. And Cookie Clicker on Android! <laughs> no. Uh, it's it's like a nuisant version of Cookie Clicker. It's nowhere near the the full thing, which is disappointing. I find so. Yeah, yeah. I'm well. No, no, thank you. No. Not again. Just fucking get it. Um, next one is uh, Remedy Details Controls Post Launch Roadmap. Uh, I think we should put a spoiler warning on this one. Um, if you've not played Control. Skip forward, and you're interested. In playing. Yeah, and you're in, you're very interested. If you have not played it, I definitely recommend. I think we both recommend play it. Um, yes, jump forward two minutes because we're going to talk some spoilers for Control coming up. Uh, because this is detailing like what what's coming up uh, for them in the next like six months, I guess, uh, maybe longer. So um, you've been warned. Please definitely skip forward. You've been Photo mode is one thing that's coming out, which um, I guess we've already seen sort of that in action with what Lance has been doing on hacking the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. definitely keen to see what people bring up with that. It's it's like we've said, uh, maybe one of the prettiest games we've seen this year, the way it uses ray Very tracing. Very pleasing. Um, yeah. Or just like the PC well, version. I, I didn't get to see that shit. Yeah, the PC version is like amazing. It's, uh, it's yeah. an extremely good looking game. Uh, they've got a new game mode coming out called the Expeditions. And this sounds like sort of like the challenges that you're given throughout the game um, where yeah. it's like go hunt down these certain people. I didn't do a lot of them. Um, sounds like you did a bunch of them while we were talking about the review. And yep. um, so I don't sort of know what that will entail. Because they were easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, I guess the cool thing about that is that you'll be you'll be with the security chief. Um, and that was the dude. Is Was that the guy at the Panopticon? Because I, Arish. Yeah, no, no. Oh. At the Panopto? No, he was at the power plant, and he went back to the central whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Right, right. Yeah, he was downstairs in the in one of the rooms. Not downstairs, but he was in the anyway. Yeah, yeah he was in the main area. Yeah, he was in that big the... giant area in one of the rooms. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, it seems like there's going to be another mode for that coming out. Um. And they're detailing two expansions, which are which will be a, a paid expansion. One of them is called The Foundation, which will um, sort of look at the history of the old house. And um, it sounds like that will be coming in towards, is it the end of the year? Uh, yeah, seems that way. Yeah, quite soon. Um, but it's the second one that's, I guess, what people are talking about. It's uh, called AWE. It's the second expansion. It'll be coming out next year. And you'll be investigating a, a a new area of the house called the investigation sector, um, and it's a location where they examine AWEs or altered world events. Um, hmm. The reason this is important is because Alan Wake is tied to uh, an altered world event, and the box art or the the sort of teaser art that they've got in there. Is the uh, is basically Alan Wake and Jesse together? Well, not together, but it's a split between the two. Uh, so it's the Alan Wake logo, and so there's obviously a lot of teasing in Alan in in Control about Alan Wake and them being in the same universe, and that's pretty much all but confirmed after playing through the game. Teasing, yeah, it's, it's in explicit. there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. They're linked. The two games are linked. And now it looks like we're possibly getting some sort of DLC which ties into Alan Wake. Uh, so, hang on, just, just to clarify, both expansions are next year. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, end of this year, there'll be a new game plus mode, I think. Right. Yeah. Maybe? No, no, just the expeditions and end of this year. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, Alan Wake, uh, which is huge, right? Like, uh, they're going all in on it. I mean, it's not the sequel that you were hoping for, but um, I mean, yeah, we don't. We were dancing around it, uh, and I still, I'd still love to do a spoiler cast when you all set up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, I think it's fucking awesome, to be honest. Yeah, nice um, little teaser for them to get people excited because yeah. it's definitely worked. And like, they didn't even mention anything. It's just kind of something they put in a little picture. <laughs> like, all yeah. you need to do is look at it and be like. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely keen to see what they do with that. Um, yeah. But anyway, more to come on that one. Uh, and next up is the Intel World Open. This is a story that you wrote about. Scoops. Scooped a bit. Um, yeah. Intel World Open is um, a tournament happening next year, uh, just like literally the day before it finishes the day of the opening ceremony for the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. And it is Intel bringing essentially esports uh, to more adjacent to the Olympics. Um, so they're bringing Rocket League and Street Fighter. Um, it is going to be, I believe, the largest prize pool for a tournament, a Street Fighter tournament. Um, like just, just for a Street Fighter tournament. Because uh, it's 250k... Um, and yeah, usually you don't get that kind of money out of Street Fighter, which is massive. It's going to really encourage people to, to put their 
you know, do their best to Street Fighter, which is fantastic. It's, I was talking to ROF, who's a player for Order, uh, and he was like, he's like, I just don't understand, like, I don't know why there isn't more money in Street Fighter. Well, now there is, champ. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. And the other one is um, Rocket yeah. League, which I've been saying for a long time, is uh, probably the biggest and best um, like chance that esports has uh, for bridging the gap because um, it's car soccer <laughs> it's so easy to, to pick it up yeah, yeah exactly or even um, like um, I don't know man like just general sports FIFA or basketball NBA um, stuff like that like I, I know that um, is the Overwatch League running at the moment because every time I look at my TV guide it seems to be on a certain channel at some stage during the day, um, over yeah, here, I think, it, I think it's running at the moment. It's yeah. on sports channels over here, at least. So, um, right. that's obviously a harder game to watch, but yeah, you know, like a sports game, man. NBA Two K, FIFA. Uh, no. I guess then you get the people being like, "Why don't they just play the actual game? Just show me the sports balls." And they're both pretty pay to win. Um. I don't think NBA is universal enough. Um, FIFA, yeah, objectively pay to win. So, fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's cool. It's just it's just a cool fucking thing. 500 grand for some players. They're doing um, qualifiers early next year. Um, they're doing a second qualification event at IEM, uh, not, not IEM Katowice. Uh, but it is in Katowice yep. at around the same time IEM Katowice is on. So, uh, But they were explicit that it's not related to IEM. I don't know why. Whatever. And yeah, then the finals at Tokyo 2020. Um, it's cool. Um, anyway. Cool. Yep. Um, and the last thing on here I just put while we're here, it's not really news related. Uh, Today is yeah. Friday. I guess by the time this comes out, Borderlands 3 is out today, uh, and we haven't talked yeah. about it. Right. <laughs> I guess there's a reason yeah. why. We don't have it. We don't have no. it. And, yeah, it's... it's uh... Yeah, uh, a lot of people are assuming it's some sort of insidious uh, attempt by 2K to control the messaging, but I don't think that's what's happening. I think... Like, oh, there might be a, a little bit of that, but yeah, like, it hasn't seemed that way to me. Like, it seems more like it's just they didn't have the codes available. Uh, and they had to go with the Epic Game Store login situation. Uh, they had a limited amount of Epic Game Store logins, so they did it that way. Like, obviously, it would have been better if, like, it's, it's, not like Epic Game Store isn't capable of doing pre-release content because we've done a couple recently. We did that with Control and an ancestors, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, uh, clearly they weren't able to do that for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's insidious. I think it's just some sort of fucking logistics fuck up, uh, which doesn't make it okay, but uh, it does sort of yeah. I don't know. It's always. People are very quick to blame on blame on evil. What they should probably just blame on incompetence instead. 
Um, by all accounts, it's getting good reviews from people who like Borderlands as like like the Borderlands formula. From people who don't like Borderlands or don't like its style of humor or sense of humor, they certainly aren't enjoying it. Uh, that's not unexpected, in my opinion. Mm. Right? Like, yeah. That's sort of how hum- games based on humor work, right? Like, if you if you don't like the humor, then you're not going to like Or just the, the style of the game. Like, people that complain about Call of Duty. <laughs> I'd yep. be like, well, all right, you don't like Call of Duty. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Thanks for letting everyone know. Yeah. Like, for me, I want to know what people who like Call of Duty think of the next Call of Duty, right? Like, that's that's valuable information. Sure. Uh, but that's not to say that it's not, there's no value in hearing what people, like, you need that point of view. Sure. It needs to be expressed. Um, because you need, you know, as much information as possible to make a, a sound purchasing decision. Sure, yeah. Right? As opposed to, like, if somebody likes borderlands 3 and they come back well sorry they like the borderlands series then come back and say here are my issues with borderlands 3 then that is fair criticism but if you're just if there's something you don't like and you're reviewing it then yeah like there's not really much anybody's really getting out of that unless it's it'd be like if you didn't like south park right i don't really see what you'd get out of the south park game Mm. Right, like, yeah, an RPG. Like the RPG elements don't transcend <laughs> yeah. the the sense of humor that you explicitly don't like. So, I'd say probably skip South Park. But we all know that, right? We we all inherently know. Oh well, I don't. I didn't like the last nine seasons of South Park, so I'm not going to watch season ten. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, it doesn't carry across the games. Everyone expects it to somehow fucking magically change I don't know anyway um, we will have played it and we'll talk about it next week yep yeah. hopefully we've got a copy by now <laughs> we, we will absolutely have had a have a copy by now I've got like some they sent me some goodies and stuff um, like some swag uh, not that I don't really care I just want to play the game are you going to wear it the entire it. podcast next week did, did you get a uh, no they sent me um, no, but I've got like four of the fucking things already. Like, there you go. Next week, I've had this fucking Joberlands. Um, <laughs> I don't know what this is doing to the audio. Uh, fuck. <clears throat> I should throw things. Um, anyway, that's cool. It. All right, there's there's some reasoning for you. Um, that's it. All right, that's it. Behind the behind the curtain. That's the gap. All right, we got a question. We have a question. What's the question? Johnny Bravo writes, "Hey gents, now that Luke has the power of a North American audience, oh. when is he going to bust out the low cut tops, show some cleavage, and get that dirty streaming money?" Well, Luke, uh, I don't know. Maybe. What do you mean you don't know? Maybe I'll do some streaming when I when I actually moving to. Uh, my proper apartment, a, a house. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, and once my internet's it's not a bad up, idea, I have maybe good internet. I still don't know what it's going to be like. So could be shit internet. Oh. And I'll be fucked. 
to to fair worry. Yeah. yeah. Um, she definitely stream though. She stream like now time for you, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like when we record it's the podcast, eight o'clock right? Obviously, you can't do it Thursdays. <laughs> so that's like that's pretty peak hour for American audiences. Yeah. It's a pretty untapped time for Australian sure. audiences. See, up there for thinking. Um, yeah. Anyway, but JB has it. to try and convince my wife that I don't need to get a job then. Ah, there's the there's the trick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, because I got to write at some stage. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, just do it after you stream. <laughs> can't sit here playing games all day. Easy yeah. peasy. If you can, if you're making stream. All right. right. Um. Anyway, yeah. there's your answer. Cool. Good question, JB. Thank you for writing in. Uh, I agree with you. You should just fucking pop, pop them titties out. Um. <laughs> All right, The Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all those places. If you've got a moment, please rate and review. The show helps other people find it, um, especially if you're in the US now. Uh, I don't know how to find us in the US. I I had a look. We're not not on the top 100 anymore, Jed, but we are in in Australia because I've I've flicked the switch and then we go to Australia and we're in that top 100. Uh, We're like like 15th or something, 12th. it's because Australians hate. Uh, sorry, Americans hate the the sea ball. They don't like hearing the the word cunt. They fucking lose their shit. <laughs> right. I know this because I've said it many times while in America, yep. and nobody ever. It never scans well. It never goes down well. Yeah, they're real prudes. Hmm. For a, for a country that has pioneered some of the greatest depravities porn has ever seen. Fuck their prudes. I was watching something on TV that I. The Hangover. Um, oh. And uh, wasn't really watching. It was just kind of on. And whenever they were swearing, it was blanked out. You're joking. Yeah. That's like all my fucking... All my rap music. Mm. Fucking... <laughs> I was listening to some fucking Post Malone song the other day. And it was fucking... Half of it was fucking silent. Because <laughs> Google Music has queued up the fucking radio. Imagine it. if we did it this show. It'd be the same. Good lord. <laughs> It'd be some shit <laughs> yeah alright you can also email us gapodcast at gmail.com you can go to our discord page gapodcast.com slash discord if you want to leave us any questions as well like uh, Johnny Bravo has you can jump in um, I guess this weekend maybe some Borderlands a lot of people playing Borderlands this weekend uh, I'm still playing like um, uh, played some Underworlds today sorry Underworlds Underlords today Underlords uh, yeah still playing that um, <coughs> seems like there's other people still playing every once in a while so you can jump in check that out yep. you can find us on facebook.com slash gapodcast twitter.com slash gapodcast you can find us on youtube at thegapodcast.com slash youtube and um, our website thegapodcast.com it's got links to all the things we just talked about including past episodes of the show maybe you want to go check out um Last week, where we talked about Gears 5 <laughs> again. <laughs> right. Nice. No, we, we talked Solid. about some stuff last week. Telling lies. There you go. Telling Blair lies. Witch. Yeah, that's good. One. I didn't get a chance to check Blair out much Blair Witch anymore. Mainly because NBA. It's just taken up so much of my it's time. Taken over your yeah. life. Uh, I'm so excited for basketball this season. Um, you can also um, subscribe to our Patreon page if you want to patreon.com slash podcast. it helps support this show 
keeps the the site sort of running for the most part. Um, so thank you to everyone who does that every month. Greatly appreciated. Thank you. You're the best. And I think that is it. Joe, where can people find your work this week on the internet? At Joby Jojo. Um, yeah, you can see my... I wrote up the Intel World Open. Um, Nate did a huge fucking interview on Red Bull about... Uh, interview slash feature on Red Bull about the future of Rainbow Six that's definitely worth watching um, yeah that's about it go check it yep. out uh, f- uh, what about you for me you can go to survivor.com um, I haven't written anything this week but I've got some stuff going up within the next week or two maybe I can talk about it next week um, okay. we'll see how it goes definitely keep an eye out on the site they've got some cool stuff happening with packs over mm. which is coming up in is it october these back in australia month. yeah i think they've announced some of it i think steve wright's doing a destiny panel with um some of the developers oh, is, yeah. over there True. and some other community members yep. for destiny because it's a giant destiny node and um yep. there is also another event that survive is doing which i hasn't been announced yet and we don't know when it's going to be announced but keep you know, keep an eye out for that um it'll be good because okay. I think uh, Survivor did an event a couple of years back and I thought it was the best uh, event that I went to at, uh, at PAX. So hopefully they can, they can back it up. Right. Uh, I left that event Ooh. to go to Wargaming and that was the biggest mistake I've ever made. Because <laughs> it's Wargaming, right? You, you expect, you expect yeah, you, some stuff. You expect a certain level of insanity. <laughs> yeah, it was not insane. Um. Um, so keep an eye on cool. survivor.com for that cool cool yep. cool nice otherwise that is it we'll be back next week Borderlands 3 um, and maybe some other stuff so we'll see what happens but it should be a big week yes it'll be a big yep. week that's it cool All right. see you later bye bye <laughs>